Hi, everybody. It's episode 427 of PodQuest. Hey. It's Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. I am Chris, and with me this week is Just Walnut. Just before you said hi, everyone, I almost was like, hi, Cheese, how are you? Because he came over to get pets. So I almost <laughs> ruined the entire intro. It wouldn't be the first time or the last time. No. Uh, but yeah, Drew is off, I don't know, looking at baseball bats or something, I think he said. Gallivanting around town somewhere in Louisville, I guess. I don't know. Is he in Louisville? or is I he? Don't he know. was at the Louisville Museum, which I think that is like the baseball bat museum. Yeah, the Louisville is. Slugger Museum right now. I forget where. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know where that's at, so I'm assuming I mean, Louisville. I, I assume Louisville Slugger was made in Louisville, but I don't know. I have no idea where he's at. I don't pay attention to his life. Him and Eric, they're always everywhere. So I just let them do their thing. That's true. Oh, yep. He is in Indiana and Kentucky this week for work. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's a new episode. It's a new week. It's yeah. cold today. Oh, it's been nice, but, like, friggin'... So, I get my worst allergies during the fall. I get... It's, like, the mold and, and, and stuff that really fucks with me. Yeah, I get them pretty bad this time of year, too. And, it and, usually... and it's just... I I had I had a sinus headache on Friday, which, like, knocked me out. Knocked me a day off on my streaming schedule for Resident Evil. And oh, so then, that's like, why I... you're behind, because, you're, because you had a headache. No, it was... <laughs> it fucking killed me dude like it you was had a headache and then you got grumpy because window pc games are dumb uh, well it was it's also resident evil 4 took a lot longer than i had expected it takes surprisingly if, long game well yeah uh one of the sessions we'll get into this but one of the sessions i believe i played for about five hours and most of that was in one area it was just really long yeah um yeah, that's a but, that's a much longer game, I think, than people realize. Like, especially when you're coming off of like two and three, where like three is like a three. four hour game. I think I I I was sub four hours, uh, for three for my completion time. But you also like you just played that one like two years ago, right? So it was at least yeah. Like, little, I'm sure it wasn't fresh. fresh, fresh, but it was still one yeah. of those like you kind of knew where to go. Yeah, like well, the thing about Resident Evil Three, the thing about Resident Evil Three. Four, five, and six are they are very, very linear and not puzzly at all. Yeah. It's just go forward. So I just looked it up real quick. So Resident Evil, the 2002 GameCube remake. That mm-hmm. one is a main story, eleven hours. Yep. Resident 11, Evil, 11 and a half, yeah. Resident Evil two, uh, 2019 remake, eight and a half hours, main story. Four, Fourteen. It's it. You you got to go with the main and bonuses because. In, you can beat that in eight hours. Oh, is that just but one? That's just one as path? far as I can tell. I haven't really done research into it. I think that's just one scenario. That's one credit roll. And Whereas to get the full story, you need to get both because you need to do the the, the true ending and everything. So you need the that's it, about fourteen hours. But okay, that took that, me that took me about twelve. And then you have Resident Evil Three Remake from twenty twenty six hours. Um, that and then took me sub four. And so the. the Remember too, this is average. Yeah. Um, whereas Resident Evil Four main story, fifteen and a half hours. It took so me about 12, longer, yeah. longer than every other mm-hmm. Resident Evil up to that point, um, yeah. including Zero, which Zero is fairly, um, fairly short Zero, as well. Zero is about uh, nine or ten hours, I think. Um, if I remember correctly. Hey, at least it's not the twenty-seven and a half hours you're probably going to spend in Resident Evil Six. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I'm not looking forward to that. But hey, Village, only nine and a half. Yeah, Village and Seven are both roughly nine and a half. Um, and I, sh- I should be able to get those done in about two or three streams each, which I'm excited for. Especially Seven, I should be able to get that done pretty quickly since I did that about a year or two ago. So I might still be fresh in my memory. Uh, yeah, I'm Village sure I've wh- not played yet, so. You- it might be one of those, like, it's not fresh until, like, you get into it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, right, right, that, like, you die in a thing, and then you're like, oh, that's right, this is how I get through this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That happens to me a lot, like, playing something, you're like, I don't remember how to fucking do this. I, I think a lot of, a lot of what takes along with 7, and it's probably gonna be the same with 8, is, like, the wonder and the mystery of, like, walking around, like, oh my god, what's going on, what is this, what's that, um... And and it, it, they did go back to the roots of a little bit more spookiness, whereas literally Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Four had a little bit not wasn't really super horror, but was very survival horror. Where with the uh, like lack of ammo, so it was more survival than it was horror. And then, uh, but it was very straightforward, not a lot of puzzles. Same with five, same with six. Five and six are full on action games. That, like, ammo fucking doesn't matter. I'm running around right now in Resident Evil 4. Sheva has 69, uh, sniper rifle ammo. <laughs> like, yeah, she had that... two, she had two full stacks of sniper ammo. Yeah, four and five um, were just like, he- here's resources. Good luck. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that. We've got a whole bunch of other show to talk about, unless we just want to get into Resident Evil now. No, there's other That's stuff fine. first. Um, yeah. what's on the agenda, Rich? On the agenda. So apparently there was some Silent Hill announcements. Shockingly. Oh, so uh, somebody didn't games. watch the stream. I didn't know there was a stream. I said it yesterday. You think I pay attention to what you say? You should. What was that? Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Um. Fucking. Then going with we're it. we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about Resident Evil Four a little bit more in depth, as well as a little bit of Five, since I'm close to beating it. Might as well just talk about it now. Um. Then uh, is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot a game? I guess. Yeah. Is that, how how old is that one? Like a year? Two? No, I don't remember. Um, then there was a bunch of anime talk. Uh, Bleach, Chainsaw Man, My Hero, Cobb's gonna talk about Gundam, uh, you know, all that. Um, and then Halloween Ends, the most recent Halloween movie that I hear was not good, but we'll see. Uh, eh. And then uh, She-Hulk and the finale of She-Hulk. Uh, so, a pretty loaded show, but also a pretty light show at the same time. Depends on how we go with things. Yeah. So, Silent Hill. Um, it's been a while since there's been a game. Um, it's been about 21 years since there was a good game. Yep. Um, give or take. Was Nor- is, is Norman Reedus in this event? No. Then I don't care. It's not PT, and it's not Silent Hills with an S. You know, but Norman Reedus should be in everything. Uh... You know what, I actually, I do not dislike Norman Reedus. I think, outside of The Walking Dead, he's had some pretty cool roles, and the little bit of interactions I've, I've had with him at, like, conventions, he seems like an alright guy. I, I, I love Norman Reedus. I fucking hate Daryl. Yeah, the, like, Daryl was the, he was a cool character in the first two and a half seasons, give or take, where he was just kind of like, you know, the silent, sort of, like, unknown quantity that, like, seemed very distant, but actually, like, cared a whole lot. And then they made him a, a like a, a main focal point of the show, but gave him no character development. He just kept him- being the same silent, like gruff, distant character, while also and, being the main character. And gave him superpowers. Like 
He fucking killed a tank. I know he doesn't actually have superpowers, but, like, he kills a tank. And doesn't he just climb on it and fine. throw a grenade inside of it? He thro- he rolls a grenade down the fucking gun barrel. Yeah, that's, Which, I mean, that's normal. And it's not like, like the tank was being, like, like, it's not like it was, like, an army crew attacking them in that tank. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't expertly piloted or anything like that, but, like, at that point when he kills the tank and then he wasn't one of the Negan deaths, I was just like, alright, he's too strong and they need to get rid of him. Yeah, I I don't think he was too strong, necessarily. It was just more of a, like I said, his character had no real development. He was just kind of there because he became a fan favorite. But then, like, they by pushing him into the forefront of everything, he lost that sort of mysteriousness. But they tried to keep it. And then there was the whole, like, relationship with Carol that didn't actually happen but was budding and then didn't happen. And then he got kidnapped and and put into Negan slavery. Um, And then Carol just fell in love with King Ezekiel somehow, I guess. I don't know. Let's be real. Like, King Ezekiel, much cooler. Oh, I love King Ezekiel. I love uh, Kyrie Payne. He's fantastic. Ezekiel, Ezekiel was cool in the show and the comic. Yes, yes. He, he is one of the few characters that is actually cool in both. Because, yeah. like, if you, if you look at the comic, most of the cool characters in the comic, not cool in the show, and vice versa. Like, Carol, Carol sucked in the comic. She was dead before they got out of the prison. Mm-hmm. Um, she killed herself. Yeah, she, she basically just let herself get eaten by fucking walkers. And then yeah. Tyrese, coolest fucking dude in the comic, fucking lame as shit in the show yep yeah man Uh, i still remember in the fucking comic when he fucking he gets locked in that gym with all the walkers and beats them all with that fucking yeah yeah everyone's like oh tyrese is dead you open the gym door no tyrese is standing on a pile of dead walkers and he's fine yeah it was freaking amazing i love tyrese i and and yeah he was what was his what did his story turn into in the i don't even remember his story he was barely in it yeah he he was very boring in the show like, the actor was very good, but, like, what he was given sucked. Yeah. Um, and then you had, um, uh, ah, uh, fuck, what's her name? Andrea. Mm-hmm. Andrea, actually pretty cool in the comic, especially in, like, the, the, the latter half of it, like, post-prison. Yeah. Um, yeah. and in the show, like, she kind of sucked. Yeah, she absolutely sucked. But, like, Even- and that's, a, that's a weird thing, like, they, they kind of switched the roles, because it seemed like Andrea took over the role of Carol, and Carol took over the role of Andrea in the, in the show. In, in uh, like, some ways, yeah. And then, like, like Andrea also, part of her stuff also got split over to Michonne. Because in yeah. the show, they, they let that love interest with Rick happen with Michonne. Yeah. And, and that was, because, like, in the comics, the love intro, the love between them was supposed to be uh, Michonne and Ezekiel. Um, right. Right. I yeah, forgot about that. After All Out War and the stuff with Negan, there was still supposed to be that time jump. And, um... It was supposed to be Ezekiel and Michonne, where she was, like, the captain of, like, a fleet of ships and stuff. Like, I didn't get too far into the Whisper Wars or anything. But, like, she was, like, a ship captain and stuff. And, like, they were they were a thing. And it was- yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and then, like, meanwhile, like, Andrea became, like, a main, like, leader of um, Alexandria. And well, yeah, uh, it, it was, the the relationship was Andrea and, and, and Rick. Yeah, and then she... Like, she basically, like, she she becomes a surrogate mother to Carl, like, to the point yeah. where, like, he refers to her as mom, and then she ends yeah. up dying. And, like, her death was actually, like, in, in a in a series that was mostly about death, um, like, her death was actually super sad. I don't think, because her death was during the Whisper Wars, wasn't it? 
if not during, it was like right before or right after. Like she wasn't one of the head pikes. She but she was no. after that point. The yeah, last she, thing I saw was the head pikes. I think the biggest head pike was Ezekiel. Yeah. It's like I know I know Michonne goes on to become like a judge in the new world at the like when they do like the big time skip at the end. Mm-hmm. Cause like Rick dies like long before that. Um some other stuff happens, I don't remember, but like the last issue is like twenty years later, and it's Carl is still alive, he is he I he's not married to Sophia, I don't believe. Or maybe he is. Maybe I'm getting the, the show and the book crossed again. Well, Sophia's dead in the show. Yeah. Right? But uh, yeah. I don't think he was married to her, but he had kids. Um and he killed like it's basically like the world is mostly okay again. Like it's mm-hmm. very like pioneer ish, but um uh fucking uh Glenn and Maggie's kid, um Herschel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he's basically a, a douchebag, um, because Maggie's like president of the world. Um, okay. And he he travels with a a circus of walkers that like he has on chains and all. And I think like one of them got loose or something like that. So Carl goes and just fucking kills them all because he still does not give a fuck. Um, and basically gets sued for it. But like the judge is Michonne, who basically says like. Yeah, like, I played it up, but, like, I'm not gonna let you go to jail for killing a walker. Like, the fuck do you think, man? Yeah. Just, like, say you're sorry whether you mean it or not, and we'll call it a day, and he can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Fucking kids. I mean, that th- that book actually, like, stayed pretty good, um, and, like, like kept the twist going in a good way, whereas the show didn't, but... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, um, S- S- Silent Hill. Um, they had a... Yes. S- literally just an hour and a half ago. As of right now, they had a Silent Hill transmission, which was a live, not not even a live stream. It was just a a pre-recorded stream they did. Um, First thing, not related to the games, but to the stream itself. So you know how, like, when you watch, like, a Nintendo Direct, um, there's that one man whose name I do not know that does all the talking, but then there is the voiceover of it dubbed in English. Mm -hmm. Um, So Konami did not give any fucks about that. They had three to five people that were all Japanese talking. One of them... Like, like this one lady spoke perfect English. She was the first one to introduce herself. She introduced herself in perfect English and said she was like the, she'd be the facilitator or something today. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. So she's going to be the translator. And then the next 10 minutes proceeded to be her with the two like people involved in the game speaking nothing but Japanese with subtitles while like, I'm trying to like walk the dogs and like get dinner ready. Um, so I have no idea what the fuck they were saying beyond like watching the trailers and like that proceeded for the rest of the thing. They had some some people from other places on that spoke English, but, like, every time they had somebody from Konami on, they spoke in Japanese and it was subtitled, and they gave zero fucks about, like, having a, a voiceover dub for a pre-recorded I, stream. I could have told you that that's how it was going to be, because Capcom does the same thing with their um, uh, town halls when it comes to Monster Hunter. Yeah, but Mo- Monster Hunter is way bigger in Japan, so I get that. I, I'm, I'm kidding. But the thing, the, the goofiest thing, though, so this was obviously the stream meant for the, for the, for the English speaking. Um, because like all of the other devs that were on that spoke, spoke in English. And the, the game, every time they showed video of the game, it was the English dub of it. It wasn't like, cause you know how a lot of times, like when you see like early game footage, it's, it's the Japanese version, even if it's going to be dubbed. Yeah. And it's like, come on guys, like at least have like a translator talking after the person's done talking. Like. I'm watching this on my phone. I cannot read the fucking subtitles while I'm walking the dog. Well, maybe watch it later. 
when I, you can read the subtitles. I did. It it was like a, a thirty to forty five minute stream. I did not have a later that I could watch it. Thank you very much. I mean, I didn't watch it at all. So that's true. I, I you you could watch it tomorrow during work. But then we wouldn't be able to talk about it now. I mean, true. This but- is ti- this is timely information too. So we are uh, the the biggest thing. We are getting Silent Hill two remake. Don't know when. Did not have a win, but we're getting a Silent Hill 2 remake. Um, it's Bloober Team doing it, which, you know, could be good, could be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they most recently did, I'm going to double check that I'm not fucking wrong. Yeah, they did the Medium, which was that Xbox PC exclusive game. Right, yeah, where it was like, it was two different worlds and whatnot, and you had to jump back and forth between them in order to advance and whatnot. Yeah, very cool concept. I only played the early game, and the early game was neat. I, I heard that, like... Like, the longer the game went on, it just kind of got worse, though. Well, because it was gimmicky, because you had to play both worlds simultaneously, right? It wasn't, you could... Yes, but that that part was actually kind of cool. Because generally, like, if there was a, um... Generally, in the, in, like, the the dark world, let's call it, because I don't know what else you would call it, that's where, like, there were weird monsters and, like, more elaborate things in the way, um... There weren't necessarily similar obstacles in the real world. So it's not like you were trying to like walk around things in one that, that like you had to walk a different way in the other. It was usually like you could kind of focus on one and just run in that one. But like that part of it was cool. Apparently like the story and the narrative got really bad as that game went on though. Yeah. Um, but they also did like the original layers of fear, which is a relatively like, I'm pretty sure people liked that game. And they did the uh, the 2019 Blair Witch game, which, again, I only played a little bit of it because it actually made me motion sick. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure why, because um, it wasn't VR or anything. But uh, that Blair Witch game, like, the, the little bit I played was actually pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but they're making the, this remake. It's going to be a PS5 console exclusive as well as Steam. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's a straight Silent Hill 2 remake, which is cool because, like, that is the one everyone likes. Like, not well, that, that's... like... People like Silent Hill 1, but, like, 2 is kind of, like, the benchmark of that series. Yeah, I mean, I I never really got into Silent Hill back in the day. Like, I think we had Silent Hill 1, but I never really played it. So, like, I, I don't really have a lot of nostalgia or anything for the, cla- the for those games. Um, But, like, I mean, yeah, that's neat. Is it, I think Silent Hill 2 is the one with the dog ending or, like, the alien ending. Um, you might be like, right. I, I know that's a thing. Like, Silent Hills have, like, those, like, goofy, like, alternate endings to them. Yeah, um, it's like the goofy dev endings is what they call them. And, like, one of them was you go in, I think it's Silent Hill 3, you go into a room, and there's a fucking corgi controlling everything at a computer. Yeah. Um, and the other one, probably Silent Hill 2, or these might be reversed, the, like, the dev ending wasn't even animated, it was drawn and comiced out of like that sounds right i vaguely remember that too of yeah of like an alien like it was all aliens all the whole time or some shit like that i don't i don't remember like i've seen some of those weird weird things for these games and i know they're weird i know they're trippy and they can they can they can be extremely scary like a lot more scary than even fucking resident evil one and two were but it's yeah Yeah, i've never gotten into them I think that's the thing is the Silent Hill games, I think, actually do have a more of a like a scary atmosphere because like even even though Resident Evil like like weapons and stuff are limited, you're still going into it as like 
generally you're some sort of like police officer or uh, other than two because isn't um uh claire claire's not anything right yeah claire claire is the only character in any resident evil game with the exception of i guess sherry when you get to resident evil 6 but i can't remember backstory uh that isn't like a trained like law enforcement officer okay that's i thought so but like whereas silent hill like at least the first two you're not any like you're just a person in like a scary fucking place full of monsters like yeah um and i think and like silent hill had that like fog thing going and i i know like the, the silent hill 2 on ps2 like i remember people talking like that had like cool like like um home theater setups in the early 2000s with like you know like they had like a big screen tv at home and they had like old school surround sound with like a um uh uh like a nice receiver and all that would play this game and like would get legitimately scared because like the game actually apparently like didn't like take a take super effect of that but at least you know you would hear stuff that sounded like it was coming from behind you when there were like monsters coming from different sides and stuff yeah um this is also the one that i believe started like pyramid head was first in Mm -hmm. um which funny i mentioned this on on the group chat earlier during the stream they referred to him as pyramid thing pyramid thing yeah but um, after that, they, they didn't announce a date for it, but they, they announced that, and then they announced another game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Silent Hill Townfall, and it's um it's an Annapurna Interactive um game with uh, No Code Studios, like, doing the setup. Um, and, like, there wasn't really anything in the trailer that, that, like, I saw. Like, it was, like, an old, like, tape recorder Game Boy-looking thing, mm-hmm. and um, that was about it. <laughs> So like not really sure what that game's going to be, but it's another it's another Silent Hill game that's like being worked on. Um and then for better or worse, we're getting another Silent Hill movie. I mean, I, that's fine. I'm not going to I'm not going to put the first Silent Hill movie or second Silent Hill movie on the pedestal of what I'm expecting for the next Silent Hill. Like I I don't I don't I'm not going to do that. Like it could potentially be very good scary movie. Like that's all that needs to be. Like I'm I'm not like yeah, the the first Silent Hill movie wasn't the greatest thing in the world. It, it was it was quite not good. Um but like all right, that was 20 years ago. Oh god, yeah, it almost was. It was 2006 was that first movie. Um so this this new one um he is it, it's being directed by the same director of the original one, Christoph Gaines, um, who, other than the first Silent Hill, he did the, um, he did the not Disney Beauty and the Beast movie from, like, seven or eight years ago, and a few other, like, like, kind of, like, unknown, um, like, horror, gothic sort of movies, um, but this is called Return to Silent Hill, and it's apparently going to be based on Silent Hill 2, the game, so, like, could actually be cool, and maybe coming out next year. Mm-hmm. I won't promise it's next year because it's a fucking movie, but like it could be next year. Yeah, I mean it. it we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Jesus, he really hasn't done anything. Why are yeah. they picking him to do this? Because he, he did the first one, so they're giving him another shot. He literally has. This is the bullshit. This is the bullshit. His resume stops in 2014. The fuck has he done in the last six he, years? He, Seven, eight years, like. Look, he, he he has done seven movies since 1981. He 
doesn't do a lot as far as like filmmaking goes, I guess. Um, but he's probably one of those people that either has money or like invests in other stuff. Um, and like he probably went to them to do it. Cause I think the, the 2006 Silent Hill, like while it wasn't like super well, like re- received isn't the right work. So I think it actually did decent in the box office in 2006. Yeah. Yeah, it made it made over a hundred million dollars in the box office in '06 on a fifty million dollar budget. So like, it was a success. It's just it was one of those things. A lot of people want to see it, but no one really liked it. Yeah, um, which we can all attest to, having watched it. Um, and then they 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 announced a a live event. I don't entirely know what that means. Um, cause this was this unfortunately was a trailer I missed, but it's called Silent Hill Ascension, and it's going to be some sort of like live stream event something um next year so could could be interesting they're they're branching out like they're they're trying to make that this uh franchise a thing again which is cool um what if this is like a pseudo twitch plays type of shit i mean it could be and that that could be neat um and they then wrapped it up um with uh the silent hill take on midsummer um it's called silent hill f um, it's not actually a take on Midsummer. It's just part of the thing showed like these flowers and this girl wearing like this flower suit similar to Midsummer. Um, Drew actually shared a, a picture of it on, on our chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called Silent Hill F and it's going, it's a spinoff set in the 1960s in Japan. Okay. So like, again, like no real information about it beyond that and a cinematic trailer, but like that could actually be kind of cool. Like a horror movie set in like, the 60s in Japan like is definitely something different but i'm i'm at least intrigued enough that like i'd like to see more about the two new games um and i'm as long as bluber team doesn't fucking drop the ball um the silent tale 2 remake could actually be pretty fucking cool cuz from from what they were saying on the stream they're they're trying to keep like the atmosphere and everything from the original intact while updating the game to more like to like a more modern standard as far as like game playing controls and all that stuff goes so it's not just going to be like a one-for-one the way like the um the 2002 resident evil remake was which i realized like that's not that far removed from the original game but like that game had like a, a like looks better but plays the same like it's still like old school tank controls and all um this one should be like a much more modern cinematic game with uh with that, hopefully, that same like sense of dread and atmosphere that the original had. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking a little bit more into the Silent Hill uh, Ascension, and I, I don't. A live Silent Hill coming next year. Like, I, I don't really know what it is. Nobody like, does. Yeah, Bad, Bad Robot is working on it, which that's J.J. Abrams. Um, B.E. Javier is is Dead by Daylight. Um, and a video game to TV specialist production company, DJ2 Entertainment. Like, I don't know what they've ever done. Like, this, this could very well be, like, a sort of Twitch Plays type of thing going on. Like, you don't, you might not need the game to actually play this. It seems very interesting. Like, an asymmetric game, or somebody's playing as a villain. Could be, and, like, that would be interesting. It's not, uh, it's not a live event. I don't think it's a live event. Well, they were calling it's it a live just, event. The the trailer says 
Live 2023. So on the stream and in the articles that I have like skimmed through, um, they call it a live event. But the trailer just shows live 2023. No, I, I understand, but I'm just I'm going off of what they said in the stream itself, like after and before the thing, and then I, also like in the articles. I think I think uh, I think there's some translation errors right there. Could be, definitely could be. Um. But yeah, so a lot of Silent Hill stuff on the horizon, and I guess to keep it in the spooky mood, uh, Rich, would you like to talk a little bit about your uh, your Resident Evil experiences? Yeah, so um, we actually have never, as far as I can remember, talked about Resident Evil 4 on the podcast. There's a reason we kind of glanced over 2 and 3. We talked about them very recently, but we never really talked about 4, 5, and 6, so we will talk a little bit about those. Um and I played through Resident Evil 4, um, starting last Thursday. Um, it was Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, which took me a lot, took me a lot longer to play, as you were already hearing. And, um, I'm a little disappointed at it. Uh, I remember it being, like, well received and well regarded. I remember loving it back in the day, but I think really what people loved about it were the QTEs. Because that was the start of them. Like, that was really the major start of quick time events. And it was like when it was still done kind of well. Yeah, and they're still done well. They are. But this is when Resident Evil did really start to change from survival horror to just mostly action. Literally, Resident Evil 4 and 5, to my experience, you can consider them arena shooters. It is yeah. unfortunate. You five, can, five, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. For like, you go into an area, you kill everything, you get the key, you go to the next area. Like, it's the same thing with five. Like, you go into an area, you kill everything. All right, let's move on. And, and it's unfortunate. Like, I remember enjoying Resident Evil Five. I remember loving Resident Evil Four. But going back and playing it, like, I don't think even with the updates that they made, like the gra- like like the however many fucking releases they did to this game. I don't think it holds up. It really doesn't. Um, now, my experience is a little skewed because I was seemingly having connection issues with my controller, and during cutscenes, my controller would just disconnect sometimes. Oh, that sucks. So, and it would be during, like, QTE cutscenes. It would just disconnect. And I wouldn't have time to hit whatever button need- was needed to hit or whatever. So I might have had a little bit of issues, so it might have soured my playthrough. But overall, like... Like, Ashley is just kind of a pointless character. She really is. Yeah, and I know um, that was one of the things that people didn't like about those games was, like, but, the, the hand-holdy stuff. But also, at the same time, like, she's only in for, like, less than a third of a game. And, like, you find her, and then you get to a point, and then they kidnap her again, and you rescue her, and then you go to a room, and it's like, oh, you wait here. You go do that by yourself. You come back. They kidnap her again. And then you don't get her till the end of the game, where before you go to the final boss, you're like, oh, you wait here. And it was kind of just, it was a pointless mechanic that, like, they really didn't need to add into it. I think it was one of those, like, not many games did it at the, up to that point. So it was still mm-hmm. kind of a, it was like, like a bit of a novelty and definitely something that was new for the tech, for technology. Yeah. Um, so like, and- who knows if maybe it was just like a, they did what the GameCube could handle for the time, and they didn't want to push it too much yet. Yeah. And, like, the 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 thing about them having Ashley is if you're playing this game on normal mode, 
because she's so weak, they overload you with health. They overload you with green herbs, red herbs, yellow herbs, and, and healing stuff. Because she gets hit twice, she's dead. So I'm like, I'm going through the game and I had like full cases of health and healing items. And I'm like, this is a, a bit much. A bit much. Um, but overall, like, it's, it's a solid game. It's, it's fun. But like, it, it didn't age well. Even with the, the HD updates, it didn't age well, I don't think. And like, maybe the Resident Evil 4 remake is going to be the thing that like makes it good again. But like, I, I, I think the game runs well enough that we don't need it still. So that is, that is your opinion. Um, because I knew you were playing this and I was looking for other stuff to kind of like screw around with on my Steam Deck, I loaded up Resident Evil 4. Cause like, I, I have it on Steam. I've had it for years and just never played it. Um, I played for about 15 minutes and then just couldn't anymore. Um, I fucking hate the way old silent or old Resident Evil games control. I can't do the tank controls. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a product of its time for sure. And four and five both still have the tank controls, but I mean, five, they did it a little bit better. Uh, but it's still like the game is made around the tank controls. So it's not, it, you can still, it, it works. After playing, like, yeah, I played Resident Evil 0 and 1, so I'm used to the tank controls. I've, the nostalgia of these games isn't, like, the story. It's, like, playing them. And I always loved playing, like, the tank controls never bothered me back in the day. It's dated for sure. But it's, it's a mechanic that is built into the game. And works with the game and how the game is built. Yeah, it was making me... So, and part of this was definitely the Steam Deck being just like a small screen very close to me. Um, I was getting a little sick playing it, too. Turn off motion blur. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I hadn't thought about that. Um, yeah, but no, my my literal... My first stream, I jumped in and I'm like, this, it's choppy, the frames are dropping, I don't know what's going on. I turned off motion blur, everything was fine. Uh, like, but... I was having the worst fucking time in those first few minutes, just, like, moving, like, like, aside from feeling sick, like, the, the camera, like, not really being, like, a camera you control, it's, it's one of those, mm. like, you can, you can look a little bit and then it snaps back, like, it yeah. just, it very much feels it, like a game of its time, and I haven't really touched Resident Evil 4 since back then. Yeah. Like, I've, this like, is, yeah. This is my first time playing Resident Evil 4 since launch. I never bought it on any other of the 15 million different releases that this game has had. Besides, I might I'm Did I buy it on Wii? I don't think I even bought it on Wii. I had it on GameCube. I played it on GameCube. I beat it on GameCube. I thought about getting it for the Wii because the motion controls with how you control, how you aim would have been amazing. But like, like there's definitely issues. They need, they, they needed to unlock the button controls to where you can set it up the way you want it. Because if I could set up the button controls to use the control stick to aim my weapon, to use the look stick to aim my weapon instead of using the movement stick, it would have felt a little bit better. It took oh, you time. Can. I got used. No, I, I tried every different version of, 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 of control scheme that they had set up. Oh, that's unless the first you can thing actually, I did. unless you can actually change it entirely. Um, Cause like the, the, the initial control scheme they start you with is your weapon out is your trigger and then to shoot is A. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what we're doing here. 
Yes, I, I, I had that too, but no, I, I changed mine to, um, I think I changed it to like preset three, where it was left trigger to ready your gun, right trigger to fire the gun, um, left, uh, bumper to ready your knife, and then right trigger to slash with the knife, and then, um, left stick moves and right stick is camera and aiming when you're readying your weapon. Uh, maybe I miss. I I think I used Control Scheme Four, which didn't have the the, the right stick aiming. Um, but it's just like it, like yeah, I I can understand like the tank controls are a little rough and a little sluggish, but the game was built around that, and that's that's always been my thing with even the older games. There was an Evil One and Two, like and even Three. Like the game was built around knowing that they have these clunky controls, so the characters are also clunky. Like, it's, it's one reason why I have a tough time going back to older Monster Hunters. Because the controls and the control schemes and, and the weapons are a lot slower in the older games in Generations and prior. Which is two games ago. It's a Generations World Rise. Like, Generations and prior, completely different gameplay than World and Rise. It's a hard ask for me to go back to those games because they did so well with these new ones. But the games are built around those slower control schemes. And those, those, like, the, the enemies might attack slower. The enemies might not be as reactive. Um, there, it's like with Resident Evil, for instance, with Resident Evil 1, you can't, you can only aim diagonal up, diagonal down, and straight. So, like, the way the controls work for you in that one is you, unfortunately, you have to wait until the, the zombie is right in your face. But if you aim up with your shotgun and the zombie's in your face, you blow their head off. Almost 99% of the time, you blow their head off with one shot, as long as you can hit that right. Um, but or, I think or just the, avoid things. The difference, though, too, you have a nostalgia for this as a series. I do not. I never mm-hmm. played 1, 2, or 3 in the 90s or early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually still never played 2 or 3. Um, I've I only... never played 3. Um, I, or, I never played Nemesis. So the remake is Resident Evil 3. The original is Resident Evil Nemesis. But yeah, like, I never, like, those are not a game that I have nostalgia for. Um, I enjoyed 4 at the time, but also 4 I played on GameCube where, like, you didn't really have another analog stick. I think that's part of what gets me, um, is when you have the analog stick and, like, it's not really useful for anything because Mm. muscle memory is, I'm playing a video game, this thing makes me look around. And when it doesn't, yeah. you're like, like, you have to, like, turn off that part of your brain. And because I don't have, I don't have a muscle memory at all or nostalgia for tank controls. So tank controls are one of those things where, like, I have to really stop and fucking think about them. And I don't like them. And even, um, very beginning of Resident Evil 4, um, you go into the house, you kill the one dude in the house, and then you, you leave the house, and there's, like, three or four guys that come up, um, I didn't almost die against them, but I had trouble fucking killing them because of the, like, you can't move while you're aiming and all that stuff. And it's not, it's not bad game design. It's just, it's dated for the time. And I don't have the muscle memory for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I, 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 that's, yeah, I I don't, I, I picked up because like I said, it's been, it, I haven't played four since GameCube. I haven't played five since GameCube. I picked these up and and I got right back into it and it, whoa, whoa. it wasn't five was a PS3 or, my friend uh not but not even that I didn't play that since Xbox 360 um I had it for the Xbox um but well, that was like, your fault. It, I mean that's what all my fr- that's what everyone I knew had played and that's what I had 
Um, I didn't get a PS3 till late in the game because it was Eric's and then he moved out. That's fair. That's that. That is valid. Or maybe that was PS4. And I think it was Eric. No, er- the PS- Eric, mo- Eric moved out before the PS4 released. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, to, to you, sure, maybe like the controls are a little too hard, but like, honestly, if you were to just put a half hour into it more, just a little bit more time, you'll, it's, I really think it's just, you gotta put more time into it to get used to it. It is a different control scheme, but the game is built around that control scheme. But it feels, so, and here's the thing, it feels bad. Like, I was not having fun playing it. I don't want to keep not, I like, I don't want to force myself to play for 30 more minutes to see if it stops feeling bad. Um, and it's not a game that I need to play. Like, I just popped it in just to get, like, a like, oh, I haven't, like, touched this in 15 years. I wonder what it's like. Um, because I knew you'd be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think it's a bad game. Again, like, it is, it is a... It, there is a reason that game has been ported to every conceivable platform. But, but, <laughs> but I'm... Honestly, I'm at the point right now where I don't understand why it's been ported. Like, it is a great game. But I don't think it aged well. To where it should have been ported as many times as it was. I think that's kind of the case about all Resident Evils, which is why they just started remaking them instead. (laughs) But, like, they haven't remade Resident Evil 1. No, it's it's been 20 years. The one game that really needs an update. They they did update it, but it still had the the same old control scheme, and they didn't turn it into what Resident Evil 2 and 3 are now, but they're going into 4, which is a game that, like, for what it is, it, I, it, it, I, you're not going, I don't think you're going to be able to turn it into what Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake are. Um, and I don't think you're going to be able to enhance it much by doing what you did with 2 and 3. Because one of the, one of my biggest issues with the 2 and 3 Remake are these zombies are fucking invincible. And if you're going to turn Resident Evil 2, which is a, or Resident Evil 4, which is, which is essentially an arena shooter where you have to kill everything into a, these Resident Evil games where these zombies are next to impossible to kill sometimes. Like, I literally hear death kill, death, like, moans four times from the same fucking zombie before they die in these newer games. Because yeah. they are made, they they were made to not kill everything. They were made to you actually have to survive and you have to avoid and you have to dodge. That's what the three, two, and three remakes are. But if you're gonna do that into four, like that's not what four was. So if they're gonna have to recreate from ground up all of what four was, if they're trying to turn it into what two and three remake are. Yeah, and you know what? Like I agree. I do not necessarily think that. A four remake is going to be as big of a change as like the the two and three remakes were. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think it's just a. I I think updating like to just modern controls and a more modern pacing. Um, if they do it, if they do that at all, like they might not. It might it might just be like a ground up like visual remake, and then it's the same fucking gameplay. No, um, it'll be it'll be Resident Evil two and three control scheme. With, uh, like, Resident Evil 2 and 3, like, visual style as well, probably. I mean, that's uh, the But, hope. like, that that also raises the question, then, like, where are they going to stop? Are they going to keep going with 5? And what are they f- going to fucking do with 6? Are they even going to do 6? Like... I feel like are, by that point, like, by the time you get to 5, 
five is modern enough right now that there's not yeah. that much to change but aside from like the control scheme. It's still very tanky for sure, and it's it is not horror. It is not horror. Um, but like Resident Evil Four itself, like overall the story was you're you're a rad dude. <laughs> you're going and saving the president's fucking daughter. Um, and it gets bonkers because. Like, you don't know what was going on over the past eight years. Um, and so, like, there's connections with Wesker, and there's, you, you meet, uh, Krauser, who, like, who the fuck is Krauser? And, like, I kept having to say, like, I know that there are animated movies, and I think some of them take place pre four, some of them take place after four, before five, so you can get those connections to try to understand what's been going on. But those movies as well are just very fantastical. And very fantasy-esque. Um, or sci-fi-esque, I guess you could say. Where it's like, it's not just like, oh, here's the story that's gone over the past eight years. It's, here's this little sliver of time two years ago where the virus got out again. Um, and it's just like, it also doesn't make sense with the beginning of five. It's like, oh, the Plagas that you stopped in four, uh, was sold on the black market, um, or, or was distributed to pharmaceutical companies. It's like, well, why, why was that even legally allowed? Why did people, why didn't you just destroy this thing entirely? Because why some, not? Some of it, like, this is, this is, like, four, five, and six is where the story does just absolutely go off the rails. Um, but four overall, like, it was, it was a fine, it was an absolutely fine game. I would, at this point, I would not put it high, it would be higher than, it would be higher than zero, probably higher than one. Um, but lower than two and three remakes. If I had the ability or access to play the original two, it might be better than the original two, but I have a lot of nostalgia for the original two, Resident Evil 2. Which is so fair. I don't know if I'd be able to do that, but Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 remake are just so good. Um, but like, there's, it's more than just the gameplay. It's like the story and everything else that goes on is just really good and really well done. Yeah, I've always wanted to play them. It, they're just like, there's always something else I'd rather play, if that makes mm. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then we, I got into starting Resident Evil 5. I wanted to start it on Monday to try to have it beat by yesterday. Um, unfortunately, uh, I did not, unbeknownst to me, the Steam version of Resident Evil 5 is just the port version of the original Microsoft Games Live Marketplace version. That was originally how it was released on PC. Um, so in order to play Resident Evil 5, you need the Microsoft Live Gaming Service thing that Microsoft shut down three or four years ago. Yeah. So. And, and you being not great with technology were not the person I, to try and find a working mod for that. <laughs> I literally was searching for just that service, like a backdoor download, to get that service. The the thing that eventually you sent me, Cobb, that I was able to get uh, installed on my PC. Like, I was looking for that, like a backdoor, like final version of Microsoft Games Live, whatever, like just to download and install. Couldn't find it. It but wasn't also, coming up. Also... You refuse to download fucking WinRAR. <laughs> no, I don't refuse to download WinRAR. I refuse to download anything from a site that looks like what the fuck WinRAR looks like. <laughs> D- like, 
look at that site. Everyone here, pa- don't even pause this. I'm going to go on my rant. But go to your PC and Google WinRAR, look up WinRAR, click the site for the download, and look at that fucking site. Would you it download... Would you download something from that site that looks like a Fisher's Wet Dream right there? Like, no. Yeah, but would no. I send you to a site that was going to give you malware? You didn't send me a WinRAR site. You just told me to download WinRAR. Exactly. Would I tell you to download it if it was not safe? I, I just Googled WinRAR. I might have been... I might have clicked a stupid download site because somebody paid for ads for their fucking phishing site. Like... I don't. I don't know. Like, th- look at that fucking site, though. It look, looks. They they have not changed it since the year two thousand and two, but the application keeps getting updated. That's all that matters. And 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 my my thing is like, if a .dot rar file is so common, why isn't the ability to read those files automatically on computers? It is on operating systems that aren't Windows. Yeah. Um. Like my Mac, all, my MacBook is, is, will decrypt it or um uncompress uh, it, no problem. Um, all it is is a zip file. That's all it no, is. It is also encrypted, or it can be encrypted. You cannot encrypt the zip file but, the same way. But that was also the other thing was like getting these mods. I had to download them from just random fucking people who I don't know who the fuck these people are, and like I I don't I don't I will I will download mods from the Steam marketplace for anything. I will download a mod if it's on the Steam Marketplace. I thought but Steam didn't have mods on the Marketplace, Steam. do they? Uh, for City Skylines, it's on there. And they're like user-created mods? User-created mods for City Skylines, and there are some others like uh, that, that like, I think you can get some mods for the Fallout series uh, from Steam. So like, you would go into their community hub for whatever it is, and you would go into, uh, I don't know, let's let's do, we'll just, we'll go to City Skylines, because that's how I know how to get to the mods, but, like, you can get, so you go to City Skylines, you go to the Community Hub, and they should have a workshop, and boom, you can download all the mods that pe- that users have created for this, oh, for okay. City Skylines. Yeah, no, I see what you're talking about now. For some reason, I thought that um you still had to get the mods from, like, third-party websites no and so like i i've been wanting to maybe do like a playthrough of fallout 4 where it's full-on survival but it unlocks the ability to where i can save anywhere and not just out of bed and stuff like that and there's mods to help with that i want to get the mod for uh random random start instead of always being the person in the in the um in the vault you could get a mod where it just starts you as a random person who works on a farm or whatever shit like that um, and I've been wanting to try stuff like that for, like, Fallout 4, I know someone who has downloaded mods, who's used those, that aren't on the workshop. And I will trust them if he sends them directly to me and sends me the mods himself, uh, with all the updates and everything. I will do that. But if I have to go to a fucking website that has three different fucking things to, to, that you have to try to download, and, like, the website is just a bunch of folders is what it looks like, this, this, this does not look trustworthy. This does not look safe. And I don't, I don't trust it. I don't. There's a reason I had a PC running for 12 years straight. It's because I don't download shit that I don't trust. And if you look fishy, I'm not downloading you, and I'm using that for in both ways. I just think that's funny because, like, I have no problem downloading stuff. Um, but 
I also know what to look for and I know how to do it safely. I mean, it's also, like, this is... I was very frustrated because I wanted to start Resident Evil 5 on Monday. I really needed to start it. I was already a few days behind because I wasn't feeling good on Friday and Resident Evil 4 took a lot longer to beat than I was expecting. That I was, like, three days behind at the time, two or three days behind. And, like, I was just frustrated as all hell that, like, I was initially mad at Capcom, but then I realized this wasn't Capcom's fault. This is fucking Microsoft's fault. They shut down that game's service to open the Xbox Live service on PCs. But they did not set up a workaround to that any game that required that could just use Xbox. But that's also on the developer to release a version of the game that doesn't require it. But they, they should have released some sort of workaround on the Xbox version to where any games... But, like, yeah, it is both, but, like, like this should have been fixed by both teams, because this has been a few years now, and, like, you're... you're it's it's the same issue with, uh like, like KOTOR, some of the things that just don't... It doesn't fully work, you need to download a mod to get it to work, and, like, like if the mod's on the workshop, or on the on the Steam workshop, just download the mod, work it. But, like, I, I totally understand not wanting to have to download a mod to get a fucking game to work properly. It's it's bullshit. I mean, like that's why I don't like PC games because but like, like we've there like there that. are there are older games that work fine for me that work better that didn't have to deal with that bullshit. So I think I think it was just around the time that that game that Resident Evil Five came out is a time where they were requiring that stuff because that was the Windows Eight like era when the PC version of that game mm-hmm. was released and yeah. also. Um, nobody really cares about <laughs> Resident Evil 5, so it's not like there's, like, a bunch of people clamoring for it. So, like, neither side gives a there, fuck to, like, do anything to make it work. There's shockingly a lot more people playing Resident Evil 5 than I had expected, because I had two people try to join my game, uh, yet last night. Yeah, no, I mean, like, there are people playing it, but, like, not enough for a company like Capcom to give a fuck, or Microsoft for that matter. Um, but, since since you want to get to Resident Evil tonight, do you want to move along? Uh, yeah, we'll move along. Uh, overall, though, Resident Evil Five is interesting. Uh, I'll have more probably to say about it next week. But um, yeah, I I had to kill a boss with a knife because I ran out of ammo because I'm playing it single player. And that happened boss... to me with Wesker. So the one one of the bosses early on requires you to shoot him in its butt. Um. But since I have Sheva following me around, she wouldn't go behind it and shoot it or kite it so I could shoot it. And I didn't realize what was going on until I'd already used all of my proximity mines and things like that. So I I ended up having to just knife it and, like, hit its armored spot with a knife until hopefully it died. And it did. I killed it with a knife. Um, But I'm going to be getting to the Jill fight today, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you know... could go, could go poorly for you playing that game single player. Sheva has over fifty sniper rifle shots. She okay, should, yeah, you're actually the, probably fine. AI, because here's the thing: the AI in that game is really smart. Um, they'll they'll use whatever weapon they have most the most ammo for, but also at the same time, if you have them set to cover, they're going to use their weaker weapon to cover you. If you have them set to attack, they're going to use their stronger weapon first. Um, until that's out of ammo. And that's what happened with Sheva, is I had her with the rifle 
and the pistol and every, they give you so much pistol ammo because they expect two people to run around with a handgun. And I ain't, I'm like, fuck this. No, Chef is getting all the handgun ammo. So she and I boosted her handguns to the strongest they could be because like she's got pinpoint aim. She's got better aim than I do. She's carrying me through this fucking game. It's ridiculous. I vaguely remember that being like that the AI in that was actually pretty good. It's and not even good. so much good. It's like it's like powerful because it is very much like a yeah. You tell this character what to do and they just do it. And but the enemies still come after you. Yeah, it's 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 um it's good but bad. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Let's let's move on because we still got quite a bit to do. Yeah. So I started playing uh Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is the 2020 game. Um, where it is, it's not, it's not a fighting game. No. Like, most Dragon Ball games are fighting games, which is kind of a bummer, cause, you know, they're very hit or miss. Like, Fighters was good, some of the other ones, not so good. Um, but this is more like an action RPG, and you play through the story of Dragon Ball Z. So it starts out with, um, the very beginning, like, with the Raditz fight. Um, and it's very fucking accurate to the show, surprisingly. It, mm-hmm. it, it adds stuff, um, like the, it starts out where you have a, um, like a, a meditation fight with Piccolo to like learn the controls basically as Goku. Um, and then like you do some like, some, some fetch questy things with Gohan. And then, then you head to, to Kame House and you meet everybody and you, there's, it, they introduce like side quests and stuff there. And then Raditz shows up and like the game moves on. Um, it's, it's it's very story heavy, which is good and bad. Like I like the Dragon Ball Z story, so that part's fun. But there's times where it's like, man, I just want to fly around and fucking fight these weird fucking alien robot creatures that keep attacking me. Because there are essentially like once the game opens up, you kind of have free ring, and they just put like a marker of like where the next story beat is. Yeah. Um, but like otherwise, you can just like explore the area, and like there's lots of like familiar faces around. Mm-hmm. Like I just found um. As I'm, I'm Gohan right now. Post him turning into the Great Ape while doing the Piccolo training. Okay. Um. So like, I'm Gohan, and I just started walking up towards this, t- towards the next point, and fucking Yajirobe is hanging out of fire. And when I was uh, flying around as Piccolo before, I found Launch, who you know they fucking stopped using her in the American version of Dragon Ball after Dragon Ball. Um. And like the uh the the fucking the announcer from like the tournaments is like like I saw him on the map or at one point like it lot lots of nice little nods to stuff like that um and like things to go explore and look for and do over the map instead of just going from like one story mission to the next uh but then the story missions play through pretty much like the like the show does um combat's real simple it's uh so it's I, I'm playing I I actually bought this so I could try it on Steam Deck it claims it's not Steam Deck compatible at all. Works like a fucking dream, though, which means Valve just hasn't gotten to the point of testing it yet. Um, but it's B, which would be, um, circle on PlayStation is like your, your physical attack. Um, X, which would be square on your PlayStation controller is, um, your like regular key blast. Y is like a, um, like your power up so you can charge up your, your key. And then A is your, uh, like dodge flash step sort of move. And then, uh, the triggers help you, like, do different stuff. Like, you hold certain triggers or, or bumpers to bring up, like, the special attacks. Um, so I think it's the left bumper. When you hold that in, you get a list of the specials. 
and it's basically one button specials. So like the Kamehameha is you hold the left um, bumper and then hit Y and Goku will do the Kamehameha at the enemy. But like if you're too far away and the enemy's not, not um stunned, they'll just move out of the fucking way of the Kamehameha. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you can block attacks. Um, if you get attacked and like, like if somebody attacks you with like a big energy blast and you, and you are blocking, you can then actually use, um, A or X to kind of like do something. If you're far away from them, you can hit A and you'll actually teleport behind them and you can attack. And if, uh, you hit X and you're close to them, you'll do like a, like a, like a power explosion where like you power up and like knock them away from you. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Timing, timing can be a little tricky unless it's like a concentrated blast. Um, cause like some of like the random enemies on the map, they do these like missile attacks and hitting, hitting the thing when those are hitting you can be a little, little hit or miss. Haha. But, uh, like when I fought Raditz, Raditz has a lot of like beam attacks that like it's pretty easy to time those. Um, I did have a hell of a time fucking beating Raditz though. Like that was a tough fucking fight. Um, mostly because he, he has one like super attack. That I just, I didn't understand how to avoid it. Cause like, every time I blocked it to try and like get behind him instead, um, it would hit me, uh, too quickly and then it would like knock, like, like basically stun me. And yeah. eventually it was just, I like, I just had to keep redoing the fight and eventually I just got enough hits on him before he hit me with that. Um, cause he, he has five health bars they have to take down. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's how most of the enemies are. It's like they, they all build up a bunch of health bars. Um, surprisingly, the fucking fight against giant ape Gohan, not that fucking bad. <laughs> also didn't have to take all of his health bars down. And because he's like rampaging, um, or raging, he, um, he never really focuses his attacks. So like, he'll do like the mouth beam, but like all you have to do is move out of the way and he shoots like four of them in the same place that like you're not. So yeah. Yeah. But like overall, like it's pretty fucking cool so far. Um, I believe it goes at least through cell. I'm not sure if it goes to the Boo Saga, but there is, like, a bunch of DLC, including, like, stuff from Super. Um yeah. And it, they actually have English voice acting. And it's it's the, like, it's the, the English voice cast. So, like, you know, Piccolo is Christopher Sabat, and Goku is um Sean Schmel, or however you pronounce his last name. Um, and fucking Krillin was Sunny Straight. Uh, I have not Sunny. seen... Is that is that who Krillin's voice actor is? Sunny Straight? Oh, I did not know their name. Yeah. Um. He's also like the voice of. The, you watched Assassination Classroom, right? No, I've never watched it. I thought you watched that. He he is the voice of Kuro Sensei, if I remember correctly, in the in the dub. He is Usopp, the guy with the big nose in uh, One Piece, and I think he does somebody in uh in My Heroes dub also. Also, stop your clicking, man. It's distracting. Well, stop click, getting click, distracted. Click. I'm click, clicking. Click, click. Quiet. Yep. I don't hear it. I hear every, well, you're wearing noise canceling headphones. Well, if you wear noise canceling <laughs> I am, which then, makes it even fucking then, worse. It's just echoing in my ears. Then you wouldn't hear my clicks from 30 blocks away. Man, it's gonna take me all morning tomorrow to fucking get all those clicks out of that audio. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been cool so far. I'm looking forward to getting a little bit further where like, like you get like, better power-ups, and the, cause you also get parties. Um, so it looks like you can have, have up to three people. Um, mm-hmm. So far, like, it's early, so, like, the Raditz fight, it was Goku and Piccolo versus Raditz, and, like, the first half of the fight, you can, like, you're both attacking together, and you can, um, you can kind of, like, tell the, like, give, like, 
minor commands. Like, you can tell Piccolo, like, to use one of, like, two of his special moves, like, on, on demand. But otherwise, like, the characters, um, have, like, set roles from the look of it. Um, I haven't gotten far enough to figure out if there's a way to change those or not, because I only had that one fight with somebody. But, like, you have, like, attackers, defenders, and supporters. And it's basically, like, like the name says, attackers are going to just attack with whoever your main character is. A defender is going to spend more time potentially blocking attacks for you. Um, and then support is are going to, like, potentially heal you. But then they will also fall into defending and attacking, depending on how, like, the fight's going. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking, I'm interested to see how that plays out when you have, like, three pe- three people on a team. And whether you can swap between characters, um, at least swap between them on the fly in fights. Um, I assume if you're in a, uh, if you're in a story fight, you probably can't too much. Um, cause at least the Raditz fight was very, like, it was very much accurate to the show as much as it could be. Um, like, you fight them as Goku and Piccolo. They kind of, you take down a health bar and, like, he's like, hi, you guys suck. Fuck both of you. And then Piccolo starts charging up the special beam cannon while you fight them as just Goku. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they cut a little bit of it, um, after, you know how, like, Goku, like, does the tail, and then Raditz, like, knocks him over, and then starts, like, kicking him and shit, and that's when Gohan busts out of the, um, out of the, the capsule and, like, rockets at, at Raditz and, like, weakens him and everything. Yeah. Um, in the show, there is then, like, more fight after that, because Piccolo fires the special beam cannon before Raditz gets away from Goku the first time, um, and mm-hmm. dodges it, so then, like, he has to charge it up again. Um, they skip that. It's just one special beam cannon. So, yeah. like, Gohan does the most, thing. Yeah. I think most games only do, do the one, because there's no point in doing two. Yeah, because it's, ju- it's just another round of what was a, a long-ish fight. Um, yeah. But yeah, you get, you get skill points, you get to learn new moves as you go, you can change out, like, what your special moves are. Um, it, it seems like it, it's deeper than I expected it to be. Um, and I'm definitely gonna keep playing, because, I can, I couldn't, I can install it on, on my PC, and I could always plug a, a Steam link in if I went to play it on the TV, but then I can also just play on the Steam Deck, like, and just pop that out of the case and sit on the couch while we're watching TV and, like, run around and, like, fucking fight things as Goku or Gohan. I'm hoping I get to go on Snake Way. Like, I want to go, like, run around on Snake Way and, like, do silly shit. Um, I'm just gonna be running on Snake Way, though, that's it. Like, there's but, like, nothing to I, do. I want them to let me do the filler and go to the Home for Infinite Losers. Or at the very least, I want, like, a, a small section where I actually get to train on King Kai's planet and I have to, um, catch bubbles and hit Greg- Greg- Gregory with the mallet. Oh, that's definitely gonna be, definitely gonna be in it. Yeah, cause sure. all I've gotten so far was a loading screen that says Goku is on Snake Way heading to King Kai's pa- planet. I'm like, yeah, no, I know that. I have seen this show. I know where this shit is going. Um, I, and like, who knows? Maybe when I get to the, 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 pre-Android saga, maybe I'll have to go get a license as Goku and Piccolo. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, it, w- it was actually um, I forget what site it was. Uh, Games Planet, I think it was. Uh, they had Steam keys for it on sale for $12.99 for the base game and $17.99 for the, um, not the, I think it was the Deluxe Edition, because there were three versions. There was like Basic, Deluxe, and Ultimate maybe. Um, mm-hmm. So I did get some DLC with it. Um, I haven't gone into that yet though, cause I'm still at the beginning of the game. Um, but I didn't get the, 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 the big one that came with everything cause that was 40 fucking dollars. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy a $40 PC game just in case it doesn't run in the Steam Deck and I don't like it. 
Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. I did also, I'm not going to talk about it because I haven't touched it yet, but I did also pick up uh, Tales of Arise on that same sale. Um, I, I, I want to get that. It's going to be probably my Christmas gift to myself. Yeah, it was, it was 20 bucks on this sale. Um, if you want, I'll check and see if that, if it's still going and send you the link. But then I'm going to buy it early and then it won't be a Christmas gift and then I'll it's, figure out a new Christmas gift. Treat yourself. And it, like 20 bucks instead of 60. I know, I know. Look, I was excited that I was able to save like five bucks today, okay? Like, I was so pumped for that. Five bucks on what? I'm sorry. On Resident Evil 8. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so for the listeners, um, and I I swear that this this is not how they normally do it. Like, I swear whenever you buy, like, a game and they have a bundle, if you already have parts of the bundle on Steam, like... You, you you get that unless it's just the one game you you have to pay the full price. But I own Resi- all the Resident Evils on Steam, and I didn't own eight, and that went on sale today for twenty five percent off. But there's a bundle for Resident Evil two and three remake, Resident Evil seven and eight for forty four percent off. So because it was already twenty five percent off plus whatever the bundle percentage off was, became the f- total forty four percent off. For Resident Evil uh, 8, meaning instead of buying it for $29.99, I bought it for like $23.50 or some shit like that. I was like, you know what? This is this is awesome. Because this is cheaper than what I was originally going to pay for the game when I did the Humble Bundle, which was $30. Which, yeah, that which is cool. <laughs> um, I just sent you a link to, to it. Um, it was Games Planet. I was right. Um, it's $21, so it's 65% off right now. It's only like that for uh, less than a day. Mm-hmm. So, I'll have to look at it. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's, from what I hear, people love this game. It does have a, an 84 on Metacritic, Metacritic, which is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, the regular price is still 60. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's like a super long but awesome JRPG. It's been a game that I've been wanting to get because I love the Tales of series like that is like an eventual plan of mine is to try to play through as many of those as possible but there's so many tales of games there i was looking at the other day there are more than i realized um yeah yeah but yeah and just because you're so suspicious games planet is is a safe place you can buy a game from here when you buy it you get an email the email has a link in it you click on that link it goes to your account and then you can redeem the Steam key that they give you in Steam. Look, as long as the website doesn't look suspicious, I'm not suspicious. Okay? And I haven't looked at the link. I can't click anymore, so I can't look at it on my computer. Well, stop. It's going to fucking stop, yell at me. Stop clicking so loud. You, you gave me this mouse. And you clicked loud before, too. See, this just looks like Steam. So it's not going to really key in any <laughs> suspicious, but it also That's is fair. very suspicious because it looks like fucking Steam, but it's not. Yeah, I know. So. But uh, So Wario64 tweeted out this link as like an affiliate link. So yeah, like he doesn't tweet out things that aren't safe. Like he actually does do due diligence generally. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. I'm not downloading the game from the site. I'm yeah, getting no, the no. Steam key to download from Steam, which is, that's, I'm fine with. I am absolutely fine with. Because if I accidentally sign up for something and they steal my bank account information, I can get that back. That's true. But uh, if I download a virus that ruins all of my shit on my PC and they can steal my social or whatever, I don't know. I, I'm, I, that's, I'm fucked. Well, stop so. keeping your social security number in a plain text file on your desktop. 
Look, it's not in a plain text file. It's in a notepad file, okay? Those are the most secure. Motherfucker, a text file is a notepad file. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway. This fucking guy. There is a lot of anime recently coming out. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to watch Chainsaw Man this week, but I did watch the first episode. Um, and I just want to get into mostly the Chainsaw Man animation is fucking beautiful. Yeah, so I, I have also only watched the first episode of it. Um, and yeah, it, it did look, like they did I a good was, job. I was a little sus about the art style itself, but when it came into the action and like the animation, the art really worked well with that. That made me just like absolutely fall in love with the series. I don't care what the fuck the story is. I think the art is just so beautiful and but so Puchita or Puchita. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's only in like twenty minutes. Like, but he's a fucking adorable. He is. He's absolutely adorable. I had I, I had mean, a, a former spoil, spoilers for the first episode of Chainsaw Man. This adorable little chainsaw dog fucking gives his heart so that his friend can live. Yeah, it's adorable. Uh, I had a, a former coworker. He uh, watched it with his daughter. Uh, she's of, of adult age. It's not like he okay. I was gonna be like, damn, that's. Uh, but like, yeah, she's like eighteen. So he watched it with her, and he texts me. He's like, Chainsaw Man is the worst thing I ever watched. I'm like, why? He's like, because no one has chainsaws coming out of their face and arms. And I'm like, oh, but s-. he loves Star Wars. I'm like, oh, but space wizards are believable. He's like, he then turned around, he's like, well, the audio doesn't match. I'm like, what do you mean? The voices don't match. I'm like, you know what? You're just racist because you want everyone to speak English. That's why you don't like anime. At that point, watch the fucking dub when it comes out, hopefully soon. But no, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, the dub doesn't match. The dub will not match. And that's what he doesn't like about anime, is that the, the English dub doesn't match. I mean, it depends on the dub. Like, some of them actually do a very good job. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, like, he just, I, like, I tried to not, like, but the art style, and, like, the stories just gets wild, and, like, I don't know anything about this thing, I just think it looked very pretty, um, but I thought, like, the overall, like, first episode, like, the build-up episode, and the, the teaching of the world was, was very well done. Uh, and they didn't and, really get into the world too much yet, which no. is, is interesting, because, yeah. it's a, it's definitely a different sort of shonen than I think you're mm. used to, especially because like you tend to watch a lot of like like the core shonen series, like yeah, like the Bleach, the My Hero, the Naruto, like not that you haven't branched out in the past, but like I didn't know this was shonen. I didn't know Chainsaw Man was shonen. I didn't realize yep. it at least. It is in the Shonen Jump app. Um, I, I don't know if it's that. so. That's the one thing. Like there, shonen is a very like big genre. Like most like. Most stuff that you are probably familiar with would would actually fall in shonen, mm-hmm. um, even if it doesn't like necessarily have that like Dragon Ball Z vibe. Yeah. Um. But this this series goes some fucking cool places and has some really cool like um world building that it does and kind of explaining like I don't like I don't know if you caught it just in this first episode, but like every every um demon is like the demon of something. So, like, yeah. that one he killed at the beginning was a tomato demon. Yeah, um, demon of tomatoes. And, like, there was the zombie demon that turned people into zombies. And the idea, and th- this is a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. Um, the idea is that a demon is more powerful based on 
essentially the fear that the thing that they are a demon of instills in people in the world. So the most powerful demon that like they kind that up to the this point in the in the series was the gun demon, which they'll probably like start explaining in in the next episode. But like that's why like the tomato demon was just like a fucking boring ass tomato. Yeah, and there are, I was afraid of tomatoes. Yeah, and like there are some other demons that were like they're kind of pushovers. Um, like the chainsaw demon ends up being like super cool. Like like as you get into like the story about it. Um, and yeah, like I'm actually I'm very excited for them to introduce power. Um, I hope they don't like I, I hope they keep her character the way it was in the manga, and they don't try and like over sexualize her because it. The opening credits already, like, there, there's, like, a scene of her, like, like a very quick one of her in, like, a bathing suit. I'm like, that's unnecessary. That's, that's just anime credits, though. It's fine. Ex- exactly. That's why I'm hoping they don't lean into that, because yeah. she's kind of, like, she's very much like a tomboy demon, and um, mm-hmm. is kind of gross, but, like, in, like, a fun, like, silly way, and is probably one of the, the most entertaining characters in the series. Uh-huh. She's the one that has like the light pink hair and the two little red horns. Okay. Um, not different from the from the woman that showed up at the end of that first episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what did you think of uh of the first episode of Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War, the triumphant I, return? I'm. It is so weird to see Bleach with modern animation. Dude, it looked real good though. It did. It looked fantastic, and like not only modern animation but widescreen. Um. And, 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 and just like. Did it go widescreen by the end? It probably did, but the initial, like, the first hundred episodes probably weren't. I don't remember. I haven't watched Bleach since, since it aired. Um, but like, I, I loved it. I loved it. I think they went, they, they went a little overboard with him using Bankai within the first five minutes. But like. Dude, I think, I think that was actually what happened in the, in the manga. Is like he like that that the the hollows attacking just like oh fuck it and uses Banka and just goes which I mean it's fun like I'm not saying they didn't need to do that or whatever like they 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 have to show off his power yeah uh, for any new viewers who've never seen this before and you need to get that nostalgia from the people who watched it originally so like yeah give me that Bankai right away but also at the same time there's a little much giving me that Bankai right away. uh but overall like the whole it is very fast paced. It's very fast paced, and even have you watched the second episode yet? No, because I I don't want to watch that show subtitled mm-hmm. on Hulu. Yeah, um, the the second episode is also very fast paced. Um, a lot goes on, a lot is happening. It's very quick, and like uh, it's actually a lot of a lot of shonen anime, like My Hero as well this season. Very fast paced, and I'm really liking. Like, the direction that they're going with a lot of these animes, a lot of these, like, weekly animes that I'm watching right now is because, like, like, it's just, it just goes. It just hits. There's no lull. There's no stop. Like, Bleach is just gonna go because this is over already. This is done. So they're gonna add in some shit, but we don't have to worry about fucking fillers. We don't have to worry about, like, running out of, or, or catching up, because this story is over. And there are, from what I've read and heard, there's gonna be some exclusive fights and some exclusive anime-only content that you didn't get with the mangas. But, like, I'm so excited for this, because it's just, it is going. And it's not, it doesn't feel like it's gonna stop. Yeah, um, I think, 
I think I I talked about this a little bit like two or three years ago when I when I originally read this stuff before they announced they were going to animate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the like first like I don't know two thirds of this final arc are like very kind of like not drawn out in a bad way, but very drawn out. Like they take their time, and then the last third it's like they rush to a conclusion. So I'm hoping what we get here is. A little more fast paced up front where like they don't have to dwell on, on some of the stuff they dwelled on a lot. Yeah. Um, so that we get a little bit more of like a satisfying conclusion. Cause I feel like the, like so, the final, the final fights and stuff like that were a little bit of a letdown in the manga. Um, mm-hmm. cause like there's some cool shit that happens that basically immediately just like it's over. And it's like cool. So we got like new forms and stuff and then it was just done. Cause yeah. like you get to see pretty much Every Soul Reaper's Bankai at the end. Um, mm-hmm. Like, every captain, or, or every lieutenant or above, basically. Yeah. But, um, like, like it, it feels like they are going to work with the pacing and make the pacing better, because, like, this is something I read online, since you already know the story, it is not going too far into things. Like, in episode two, they do the memorial for the lieutenants, for the, the first lieutenant. Um... And in the manga, there's, like, a little bit of a back and forth with uh, Byakuya and somebody else. They don't have that in this episode. They have the the memorial service flash by, and they mention some things, but they don't have the little bit of back and forth with Byakuya. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're working. It seems like they are working with the pacing, making sure that it does just stick and it does just go. Because I think the goal is three seasons. Um, It's actually... It's... um. It's technically two anime seasons or four cores, um, which, um, so it, it's 52 episodes. Okay. Um, broken up into, um, basically four parts. So it's like, like four 12 episode yeah. cores. Um, and they're apparently going to have some breaks, but not that many. I mean, if it, if it's every 12 episodes as a break or whatever, that's fine. Like for like a couple of weeks or, or 50, yeah, 12. 24, it would probably be like more like 16 episodes. I don't know. 14, epi- I think it's 14 every 14. 14, 28, uh, 40, 42, 56, yeah. So every 14. Um, it's fine. You know, I, I won't mind that. Do you like that yeah. head math right there? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to find out where in the manga the Blood War started. 480 it looks like. So I, I basically went to find out real quick if um if that first chapter kind of opens the way I think it did, and yep, these two get sent to Earth. They get attacked by all of the things. They get their asses kicked. That's right, and it's so it the so it doesn't look like in that in that chapter where that beginning of that first episode happened. Um, it he didn't use his bankai. He did show up and save them, but he also um. It was just him. It wasn't the whole, like, group. Yeah, it wasn't the whole gang. Like, they had to embellish it and add the whole gang into it because, like, it's been ten it's, years. Yeah, like, it, it's, a, it's been needed, a decade. <laughs> you, you needed to have all the characters in there right away. Um, but yeah, it's, it was, it's, even the second episode was, was just as good. I'm still blown away by the animation. Um, I feel you on not wanting to watch, it's not wanting to watch the, 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 the the, the the sub it's not wanting to watch it on Hulu yeah like but more Hulu- specifically not wanting to watch it on Hulu on Chromecast because 
it is just bad on Chromecast. I don't I don't use Chromecast. It's just like Hulu is just bad at subtitles. Well, um, like for me, the, my my biggest problem is that they have the black backing, so it's the, a black. It, it is it's not subtitles. It's closed caption basically. Yeah, on and so Chromecast that is that is Hulu across the board. Um, my version, it's not fully, it's not fully, um, solid black background, but it is like a shaded black background. You can see behind it, but not all the way. But the problem, and I was telling you this in chat, um, every time there's text on the screen, the text is at the bottom of the screen. So like this stuff overlaps that it becomes very hard to read the, the actual dialogue, but then they, they translate, which is nice. They translate the text on the screen, but they translate it with the actual dialogue. So it's right above it. And it's constantly moving as the dialogue changes. And it's very jarring and hard to keep track of that stuff because of the way it keeps moving and how, and sometimes the dialogue moves way too fast and you can't read it all. And other times it's just lingering on the screen for no good reason. Like Hulu subtitles for everything are absolute garbage. Um, and like I, I actually like, I like most of the, the Japanese voices for Bleach. Like that's how I watched it in Japanese originally because I was I was watching the fan sub back in the day. So yeah. like it was like very nostalgic to hear like those voices again because the last two times I watched Bleach, I watched it dubbed because well I watched the end of it dubbed um in like 2013 2014. It was before we it was before we bought the house, but it was after the show ended. Um and then Erica and I watched it. After we bought the house, it was probably like sometime between 2014 and 2016. Um, and we watched it dubbed at the, at that point. So like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with both sets of voices, but being that it's only available on Hulu in, in the US, I'd rather just watch it dubbed than not deal with their shitty subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I just, I can't wait. So dude, I, I can't wait for the, I can't wait to see the Yamato fight, um, or Yamato fight, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, animated. Yamato. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Gen- General Genry Yusai, or however you say that, the 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 head captain of the Soul Reapers, like he has a yeah, fight yeah. fairly early on in the war. Um, it's it's like basically before the war really gets started. Um, and like you see in in like old Bleach, like when he fights the other two captains at during the Soul Society invasion arc, and then he has a fight during um during the R and Car stuff that like he's fucking powerful. Yeah. But, like, the I, shit I, he does in that fight, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I honestly thought he died in the Yerankar. No, he lost his arm, I believe. Yeah, he did. He definitely lost his arm. I thought he died. Um, or it seemed like he was dying in that. But he did, like, it, it was, like, his one of his more ultimate abilities. He's like, I can't use this that often because it burns me. But I need to use it here. And he used it on Aizen. And it, like, it took off, like, one of his arms. But it also looks like, uh, what was his name? Um, with the long blade. Uh, he, he some shit happened to his arm too. Cause it looks the like he has. Blade. Uh, he, he, his, he's, uh, part of, uh, Kenpachi's group. His, uh, his, his, second Oh, guy, Ikaku. His, yeah. Ikaku, that's his name. Yeah, like something happened to his arm. Cause he's got, like, some sort of, like, fucking armor or some shit on his arm. It looks like I know, I noticed that in the first arm. Yeah, I noticed that in the first episode, and I couldn't remember if something happened or if that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to watch. Like it's it's I'm this is gonna be a weekly show subtitled. I'm on top of it. Like I loved I loved Bleach back in the day. It was it was my number one anime up until a point. Um, uh, it like I think Death Note took that spot. 
And now, like, I think My Hero has taken the spot of number one, but Death Note is number two. And I've always said that, like, Bleach is probably number three with Naruto really close. But, like, that's just, I'm, I'm a big fan of, 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 uh, uh, the, the, the shonen stuff, but I've, there's a ton of shonen stuff I've never watched. Like, yeah, one, you gotta, you gotta one, get one, into One Piece, man. I've never, I've never watched One Piece. Um, and there's a bunch of just anime I, I'm, I'm trying to get into, uh, in general. I'm try, like, I almost watched, uh, Digimon Adventure after watching Bleach and Chainsaw Man last week. So, man, I've been, so I listened to a pod, I, I've talked about it before. I listened, I listened to a podcast, podcast about Gundam. Um, it's called The Great Gundam Project. Um, that every week they talk about two episodes of a Gundam series. And they've been, they, they started at Mobile Suit Gundam and they've just been working their way up. They're, they're up to SD Gundam right now from the early 2000s. It, it came out between Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny. It was that like mm-hmm. weird CG one that aired on Cartoon Network. Um, yeah. but they always have a backup show. So that they talk about Gundam and then they talk about two episodes of a different show. And this season they're talking about, um, Digimon Tamers, the third season. Mm hmm. And like, they occasionally, like, both of them just recently watched, um, Adventure 1 and 2. Yeah. And like, they keep comparing things to Adventure 1 and 2. And I'm like, man, Adventure had some good moments. Like, when fucking Wizardmon, like, sacrifices himself for Gatomon. And then you find out that yeah. Gatomon was Kyrie's, like, Digimon partner. And they just, neither of them knew it because Kyrie was sick and didn't go to camp. Um, yeah. Like, that was fucking devastating when you're like 12 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, I wanted to watch the new one, like... Yeah, the well, because, yeah, because they just did that, like, retelling of it, and yeah. there's, like, three movies, too, that, like, literally end their story. Like, they all yeah. become adults, and they they stop being able to see their well, Digimon yeah. partners. Yeah, because that was in, uh, see, like, there was the, Digi- the original Digimon had them as teens, or had, as pre-teens, mostly. And then, and then O2 the next, was like three or four yeah, years later. It was, yeah, where most of them were teens, but you had, uh, Kyrie and, and, and. TK. TK, yeah. As like teens with a couple of preteens or just kids about their age. No, they, they um, were all the same age. So it was like yeah. they were all slightly older than what their siblings were in season one. And then their siblings were like, let's say 16. So they were like 13. And like yeah. their whole group were like thirteen year olds. Yeah, and then and then you had uh, readers, which honestly I didn't hate what I watched of that. Wait, series. what one? Wasn't or readers? Wasn't that the next one? Tamers, Tamers. Yeah, whatever. Um, I didn't hate what I watched of that one. I really liked the idea that it was like in a modern day that like Digimon was the series and the card game. Yeah. Like I really fucking loved that idea. And that's what this that's what they're taught that's the series they're talking yeah. about on on the podcast right now. It's like, man, yeah. I kinda wanna go watch Digimon Adventure because I yeah. I it's <laughs> it's just it's been on the list to watch the new ones and like I just I loved Digimon back in the day. I don't know what happened to him. I had a deck of old school Digimon cards. I think I uh, might still have some somewhere. I, I don't know what happened to mine. They just disappeared one day. Your brother sold like, them. <laughs> no, no, it was, he, it was, cause he never would. Like, he's a dick. He's an absolute dick. He wouldn't do that, cause that was gifts from my grandparents. Okay. Like, he, he wouldn't have done that. Um, but like, just one day, just, I thought about, I'm like, I don't know what happened to my Digimon cards. I don't know where they are. I've, n- I've never seen, I held, I still have my old original Pokemon cards. Don't have my old Digimon cards. Like they just got lost either in a move 
or something. Like they just got lost or destroyed. And it bums Which me out because I, I could have had some great cards. Um, but yeah, but to, just to, to circle back to Bleach real quick. Um, I am just watching that first episode. I am just super excited to like see all this stuff because it, it's been yeah. long enough that like I don't remember every story beat of the Blood War. Mm-hmm. I remember the major stuff. I remember, but it's like, it's like, I remember that like we get a bunch of history about Ichigo's father. We like, yeah. we find out why he is on just regular earth and he's no why longer he's, a soul reaper. Yeah. Um, you, you, we, you, you learn about his mom and, and why she was being hunted by the hollow and shit like that too. Yeah. And you, like, you get more about the Quincy's and like I said, like you get a lot more, all of like the main soul reapers that like are usually part of like the big fights, like they're all there and they're all like getting better. Like Ichigo and Renji mm-hmm. go train with like the super elite soul reapers, um, to unlock their true Bankai's. Yeah. So apparently neither of them ever unlocked their true Bankai. Um, you get to see like Rukia's Bankai, which is apparently one of the most powerful, um, from what they say in the show. From Um, what I've read and what they say, like, yeah, it is the absolute most powerful, so powerful that even if she uses it, she could kill. She could die from just using it. I forget if it's that, that it is the most powerful or it is the most powerful ice based one, which makes it it stronger than, um, than what's his face's. Hitsugaya is, uh, which... Yeah. Honestly, Hitsugaya kind of fucking sucks. He just turns Dude, into an ice dragon. Hi, like he, he does some cool shit in this, though. Fucking Uahara's, um, Bankai is fucking nuts. And you find out... Do, do you remember, um, in, in the, in the early series before they go to Soul Society, when everyone is training to, to go to Soul Society? Um, mm-hmm. Chad goes... Or no, I'm sorry, it is post that. It is training for, um, I think for the Aran cars, actually. Um, Chad goes to Urahara for training, and he makes Renji train with him, with a Bankai. And when, when somebody asks him about it, he's like, well, my ban, like, my Bankai, it would not be good for this sort of training. Um, yeah. you find out why. His is fucking wild. Yeah. Um, so like, so it, there's some really cool shit that, that, yeah, that comes up. I- this is an arc I've always wanted to read and check out, but like I was like, I don't, I, I just, I don't think it'll be the same reading it. I don't want to read it. I want to watch it. They should just make it a movie. They should just make it something. It's too, yeah. Um, it would be. It would. It's way too much for a yeah. movie. But I'm glad it's getting 52 episodes at least. Yeah. Um, because that's like that's a good amount that they can. As I said, I hope that they kind of fast track some of the slow stuff in the beginning, and get us and give us like a, a nice sort of fleshed out finale. So I'm gonna I'm like I know you haven't watched it. You've read it. So I just wanna like maybe give you an idea of the pacing based on the second episode. At the end of the second episode, they're in Wekomundo, um trying to rescue Arankar. Yeah, which I know that happens fairly quickly also. Yeah. I wanna, so I'm, just just to give you an idea of the pacing, I'm not trying yeah. to like spoil things or anything, but like since you've already read it, I'm not too worried about spoiling it. Did did Nell show up? Nell, yeah, Nell showed up. Okay. And, and got Ichigo and was like, they're 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 attacking Wakomundo, and so they all went over with Urahara, uh, and Ichigo goes to try to stop them, and um. He's he's just encountering the the Quincy that's there who just killed the three ladies. Yeah, yeah, because the the three ladies, the one with like the blonde hair and like the half face mask, um, is is though is in charge. I I believe if I remember correctly, well, the, like she's the new leader. Are, 
she was already kidnapped, and the three right. that come are like her like supporters. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, um, so she was the highest number that still existed, and so yeah. she was, or she was the leader. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, but yeah, that, that just to give you an idea of the pacing, like that's where we're at at the end of the second episode. Okay. Yeah, I I always liked Nell for some reason. Like uh-huh. her character was just like she was so stupid and goofy, and then in that during that one fight with um with the dude Grimjaw. with the weird sight. No, it wasn't with Grimjaw. It was oh, with no, the guy was... with the scythe. That was like her yeah. like. He he was beneath her initially, and he's the reason that like she kind of like got depowered. Yeah. Um, but when like she finally snaps and turns back into like her like full orange car self, and like they flash the three on on her back, and it's like oh oh she's actually incredibly powerful. She's not just like a gross goofy little like demon kid. Yeah yeah. Um, but just because I I, I know you you need to get to uh, Resident Evil uh. What are you thinking of uh, my hero? I'm loving this this season. Like it, we didn't get a recap episode. That's true. Like, I feel like I did was, we get one last year? We did. It was um, it was there was uh, an emergency training session where you had Sun Eater and uh, right. We talked about this last week. I forgot about yeah. it. What's her name? Yeah, they they were like the villains or whatever in this little thing. Like they, we had a recap last or last season. We didn't get one this season. It just literally where the anime stopped last season is where it picked up this season. And it it doesn't give you like a recap, recap. But that first episode was a lot of like, hey, here's what's going on now to kind of yeah. like refresh your memory of like Shigaraki is now in charge of all of the bad guys and. Mm-hmm. All his League of Villains is now actually like just all yeah. of which, the bad guys, and which which that was all like done last season, uh, like at the end of last season. But like, yeah, they did give a little bit of a recap, but it wasn't like it wasn't a powers recap, which we have gotten every season. Which and, I'm so happy we didn't get that, and it was just like just get right into it, just got right into the action. Now, are you up to date on it? Yep. Yeah. Has so. How fucking, this is a spoiler for me, cause I've only, I've, ta- I've only actually watched the first episode, cause that's the, all that's dubbed right now. How fucking sad was what happened to Twice? Yo, Twice was my favorite villain. He's literally one of three villains that I have a Funko Pop of, and I specifically bought that because I loved Twice. And, like, for him to have gone off, like, he, he, he's, he died thinking that this is causing us all, he caused this all, and like, he kinda did, but didn't, and oh man, I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, and like, Hawks like, oh, didn't want to kill him either. No, Hawks didn't want to, and if he had just listened to Hawks, he would be living, he'd be fine. Yeah, it's, um, it was but really Dobby sad. Dobby had to inter- intercede as well, and that just really screwed everything up. Yeah, because it was one of those, like, right in that first episode, like, you kind of know something's going to come to a head, because, like, Hawks is, like, talking to him a lot, and, like, basically says, like, he is now the most powerful member of the League of mm-hmm. Villains, because yeah. he's no longer crazy. I mean, he's crazy, but he's not the same sort of crazy. Yeah. Um. So he, he has full control over his powers to just make unlimited copies of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't know... You this you might not have caught this. At the end of the first episode, um Miroku, she bursts into the room with the doctor. Yeah. Do you know what she said when she burst into the room in Japanese? 
Like, you I remember? Admit, I can't remember, no. Right. In the dub, she bursts in and she says, what's up, Doc? Wow. Uh, right, there's gonna be some clicking. <laughs> um, I, I don't think that's what she said in the, in the sub. It's probably not, but, like, she said that and that it was very good. I actually rewound it, because, like, I heard it, but I didn't hear it all the way. I'm like, did she just say what I think she did? And I, like, like went back, like, like 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, no, she definitely just... The, the rabbit hero just said, what's up, Doc? All right. And it's at the, v- Oop, I the just lost end you. of... You there? Did, did, you, did you still lose me? You're back now. Okay. And it's it's at the end of the first episode, you said? Yeah, it's it's literally the very end. Like, Moroku is, like, rushing through the, the hospital, and she bursts into the room where the scientist is while he's trying to get away. And as she comes through the door, she says, what's up, Doc? And then she says something else right after that. Hmm, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually playing it right now. To see what she says. It, yeah, it was a it was a very silly thing. Um, she's also a very cool character. She is. She's a badass character. I really liked her. Um, and like, yeah, I hope nothing bad happens to her, Man. except for what's already happened to her. I hope that, that they don't. I hope they don't drag the war on for multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're my, gonna. That's my fear. Like, I'm hoping. That this arc, like this season, the twenty five episodes is the the full war arc, um, which should work out okay. Because like that's it's each season is usually two arcs, but like this one was so long, I don't think you can reasonably do it in in half of half a season. Yeah, but like there's some cool shit in this one, and like there's some real stakes. Like like there are characters that die or get like basically like permanently like disabled, or at least like. There are, there are even some characters that, like, while they don't get permanently disabled, they definitely get, like, like hurt badly enough that, like, they cannot keep being a hero the way they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil a- about who it is, but, like, you know, this show hasn't exactly had a lot of, like, high stakes up to this point. Yeah, yeah. it's that, And that's the, the, like, there have been high stakes in My Hero, but it has been very calm because it's high school students. Yeah. Now it's, we're getting into the high stakes. Friggin... Uh, no, she says, "Are you the real one?" Okay, um, yeah. When she, she definitely she said, "What's up, Doc?" in the in the dub. You um, know, that's that's be- that's a better line. That's it is a, like, "Are you the real one?" makes sense, but "What's up, Doc?" is a better line. Yeah, it. But uh, yeah, j- just about the stakes. It again, like you had like like Night Eye dies. What was that? Two seasons ago. Mm. Um, and that that was like one of the first major deaths. But then you had like um, uh, Mirio lost his powers, but like. We don't know if the, if the, if that's permanent or not because it's not yeah. like um it's not like an all for one thing. It's a it, it, Aries power. So if like Aries ever learns how to control her power, theoretically, like she could yeah, she... give that back. Um, and just like anyone that loses their power to all for one, in theory, she if she ever got like good control of that, she should be able to like reverse that too. You would yeah. think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I am super excited to see some of the shit just like bleach like i i personally don't like um how the action is drawn in the my hero mm. manga i don't know if you've ever looked at it um a lot of the action scenes especially in this in this later half of the manga are very like met like messy like they're not poorly drawn but they're messy it's very hard to like see what's going on unless you like really stare at it and kind of like like move it around and stuff like that mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, really excited to see some of this stuff, like, animated, because, like, this show is generally pretty well animated. Yeah. Um, 
They, but yeah. they use a lot of squares, and I like that. It's pleasing to me. Yeah, they do. They do, don't they? But yeah, yeah, man. Like, the, like Endeavor has some shit. Hawks has some shit. Like, all all your main characters have some shit. There, there's a there's a very cool like um like Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki thing because they are the big three now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's there's some yeah. good shit. There's some surprises. There's some sadness. It's 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 going to be a wild twenty five episodes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just it's all the animation or the, all the anime and shit that's going on right now is fantastic. Yeah. Um, including uh the new Mobile Suit Gundam, first Mobile Suit Gundam since twenty fifteen for series. There there have been a few movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh the Witch from Mercury, okay. which I know you you don't dislike Gundam, but it's also not a thing that you necessarily like keep up with. Yeah, I, I didn't know that there was a new series. Like, I I do like Gundam. I've never just sat down to watch it. Uh, I even bought a, a friggin' Gundam uh, figure at Comic-Con. That's true. Um, I, I, I regret the purchase, not because it was a bad purchase, but because they had an Ultraman that was worth, that was, that cost a little bit more that I should have bought, I uh, wanted instead. Whoops. But I still, so I think I've told this story. You did. Um, you told it when we talked about yeah. it in your Comic-Con. But like, yeah, I I I would much rather have the Ultraman. But I'm happy with the the Gundam. I just wish I had the Ultraman. Yeah. So I would say since it's, since it's just starting, it's only it's it's three ep- it's so it's technically four episodes. It's it's an episode zero, a prologue, and then three like the third episode came out this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think you should try and watch this. Um, it's 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 a new timeline, so so new universe, not connected to the old stuff. Um. It has the first um, female protagonist of a Gundam series, um, so not including like some of the movies and other like like media, but like the yeah. first TV series with a like uh, the the main character is a female pilot, um, and it's got a very different feel. It's it's less war is bad and wo- like 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 an ongoing war between like space and Earth. Um, and more capitalism and, and, um, corporations are bad. Yeah. Um, but, so it's set up where Gundams are a different, like, like they normally are. Like, there is a thing about Gundams that makes them very dangerous, and they have been outlawed. Um, this main character, um, appears to be piloting a Gundam. It fucking looks just like a Gundam. Like, it, it's the, it's the blue, white, um, red, yellow, like, classic Gundam color scheme. Yeah. The Gundam um, that we all know as Gundam Wing or Gundam or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the it look it has the same color scheme as the RX seventy eight and the Wing Gundam and the the Zero and the, like every other main Gundam. But uh, it's so she is from Mercury and her mom apparently built this suit and works for a company that is like the bottom of the rung. But somehow she manages to get into this like school for like pilots and other sort of like it's basically ua but for like the gundam universe (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and they apparently settle all of their their beef with each other with fucking gundam battles but gundams are banned and i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry they settle all of their all their beef with mobile suit battles okay um including like whoever whoever um and the president of like the top company that kind of sets all the rules um apparently declared whoever is the top duelist will marry his daughter <laughs> so that's its own like weirdness in the in, in the show 
Do um, they have the heart of the robots? Maybe, because, like, the, the new girl shows up and just fucking wrecks, like, the top guy twice. Um, okay. So, but, like, so far, like, three episodes in, it's it's cool. And it's one of those, if you watch the prologue, you're going to know more. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to know who the main character is and, like, what's going on in, like, the back end more so than if you just start with episode one. Because episode mm-hmm. zero takes place, like, 12 years prior to episode one. Yeah. Um. But, like, it's, 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 it's so far, it's pretty cool. Um, I would definitely say, like, if you want, like, another show to watch, give it a shot. Um, since it, it's, it's one of those, like, if you catch up on the, the three that are out, it becomes just weekly then, and it's, you know, 20 minutes a week's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, animation's really good. Um, the Gundams all look really cool. Well, the mobile suits, I keep, I, I'm being, I'm being that guy. Um, the mobile suits all look really cool. The Gundam in this, it's the Ariel, I believe is, is the name of it. Um, it has this the color scheme, but it's got like more like modern cool shit. Like it's got like these um these like drone attachment things that can form into different stuff. So like they'll form into a shield, and then they'll form into like the gun, and then they can like break apart and like attack on their own and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just cool big robot shit. Um, nice. And I'm I'm looking forward to see where it goes because it's a Gundam show, so it's definitely not going to be about like kids in this high school like having duels the whole time. And they've yeah. already started setting up the fact that, like, you know, corporations are bad, capitalism is bad sort of thing well, yeah, for I the mean, society. Yeah. Yeah. And it it still has the, like, space versus Earth thing where, like, the people in space look down on the people on Earth and vice versa and all that stuff. But there's not, like, an active war. Like, in this school, there are people from Earth and from space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting so far. But that's our that's our anime hour. Yeah, pretty much. There's there's a lot of anime to talk about. New, new old, new new. I guess it was like a, it was our anime like forty minutes. We, we yeah. started. Yeah, about forty minutes of anime. But um, I don't have a ton to say about this. But I we did go see Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Halloween ended. I guess it's over. No more Halloween. You know when they say this is Halloween in Nightmare Before Christmas? No, it's not Halloween anymore. It's no more Halloween. I don't know what you're talking about. This 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 is not Halloween. Okay, that that I understand. Um, I I don't get the this is Halloween reference. It's a, it's literally a song in the movie. I know you've never seen it, but it's literally. Have you played Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, but I skipped that level. You can't. I actually. So I don't remember which game that's in, but I actually did not play the Nightmare Before Christmas level. I never got that far. I think it's but Kingdom it's, Hearts two. It's, it's like literally the main theme of the song. Dun, 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 Look, I'm dun, fucking dun, with you. I do know that song. It's it sucks. Um, it sucks like that whole movie sucks. Um, but yeah, so Halloween ends. It's the finale of this reboot trilogy of Halloween, where it's it's a direct sequel of the 1978 Halloween, foregoing every other Halloween that happened after it. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis returns as Laurie who is no longer the sister of Michael Myers, which was established in Halloween 2. Um, in this one, the the first one, just Halloween from 2018, it starts out, she's kind of like, she's an alcoholic, she's a recluse, she's basically been like a prepper all this time because she thinks Michael's going to come back at some point, but she had a daughter, and her daughter has a daughter, and uh, Michael does come back. <laughs> and then there's a sequel that takes place like immediately after that, might have been a year later. I don't remember exactly where the sequel happens, but there's a sequel, and then there's this one. And 
at the end of the last one, like, Michael was seemingly stopped, but very much like any of these other Halloween movies where, like, he's Michael, he's never really stopped. Um, this one, though, didn't really, there wasn't really any Michael in it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, they almost set this up as a completely different movie. It would have actually, it was a, a solid sort of like psychological thriller, I guess, if it was its own standalone film. But being that it was the end of a trilogy that is supposed to be the end of this series, um, it did not work. Yeah. Um, which was a, was a bummer. Um, hang on one second. Sorry. Um, so yeah. So the movie basically focuses on Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter who lives with her now because her mother's dead um and then this boy who accidentally murdered a child um he was babysitting this little asshole kid the asshole kid did a thing the babysitter kid got locked in a room and while trying to get out of the room like had to break the door down and the little asshole kid was being a little asshole like standing on the other side of the door like laughing and calling and calling him names I'm like, the kid didn't purposely hit him with the door, but when he kicked the door open, the door swung open, hits the kid in the face, and then knocks him over the banister, like, and he falls, like, three floors to, like, the, the living room, and, um, dies very much. Um, and it just so happened that, like, his parents were walking in when it happened. So, you know, <laughs> bad timing. But, like, the kid basically becomes, like, an outcast in the city, and, like, he seems okay for most of it, but then, like, shit happened, and it gets weird, and a little supernaturally in a weird way that like Michael is never like other than it. Like once you get to Halloween six, like they really make Michael like, um, supernatural. But like before that, like it's never really like explained or die, like, like delve, delve into like how he keeps surviving things like being shot and everything like that. Um, and they, they do just act like he is a man for most of it. But this one makes it seem like maybe he's not just a man. And yeah, like it was, it was mediocre like the whole way through. And then like the last like 10, <coughs> the last like 10 minutes is where like Michael shows up again and like it's a little tense and like it has a mostly satisfying ending, like mostly, but it's not what I would have wanted for like the end of this trilogy or the end of this series if they do never make another one, which I, mean, I doubt them. They'll make another one. They'll definitely make another one. They'll reboot it again. Rob Zombie will reboot his reboot again. I mean, you never know. Like, and like that first reboot that he did was pretty good. Um, this, this trilogy was the first one of like the, like of that like main continuity basically mm-hmm. since 2001, 2002 was, uh, Halloween Resurrection with Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Busta Rhymes. Jeez. Yeah. It was the one where Jamie Lee Curtis was dead in that one she was murdered at the beginning of it um by michael mm-hmm. and then it, it fast forwards to like a um because early 2000s it was a reality show a bunch of college kids had to spend the night in the haunted myers house yeah. <laughs> um on halloween of uh, course yeah man i i i really do love the halloween series it might, it might be like my favorite, like stupid, like horror movie series, like more so than like, like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, just because of how, how just ridiculously convoluted the timeline is. Like you have one and two and then three is completely disconnected because it was supposed to be an anthology to begin with. And then they circle back to like that main, the Michael Myers stuff with four, but like Jamie Lee Curtis didn't want to do it anymore. So they're just like, okay, well, here's this small child. 
that is the orphaned daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis, who died off screen in a car accident, not related to Michael at all. Yeah. And then, like, from there, it's just, like, she gets a, she, she has this weird psychic connection to Michael, and then, like, she gets abducted two movies later, or the next movie she gets abducted, and then, like, a decade passes, and she gets impregnated by a cult, and you find out that this cult is the reason that Michael keeps, like, seemingly coming back from, like, it gets so fucking weird, and then all of a sudden they're just like, yeah, you know what, none of this worked, so we're just gonna do Halloween H2O 20 years later, we're gonna bring Jamie Lee Curtis back and pretend that one and two happened, Everything after that didn't. And then they do yeah. that for a little bit, and then jump to 2018, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna redo it all again, but we're just gonna pretend that one happened and nothing else happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, y'all have it's, no fucking clue where you wanna it's, go. It's literally the dumbest series ever. Seriously. But it's great. I love it. But yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that in a, in oh, a, I know. In, in like a negative sense. It, it's just so dumb though. Like, the Halloween franchise is the X-Men of like the horror movie genre. Yeah, pretty much. Like like I get as much like pleasure out of like talking to people about <coughs> Jesus, my throat is just excuse me. I have like that little tickle in the back of my throat. Um mm. I get as much like pleasure out of like explaining how the Halloween franchise to people that have never seen it as I do about trying to explain X-Men to somebody that has never read X-Men and just like that look of just like utter like really? Like that really? It's just great. I love it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't love Halloween Ends. Like, it was fine. It was a fine movie. It was, like I said, it was just not a good way to end this trilogy. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hearing. A lot of people are just disappointed with the, with this movie as, like, an ending. Now, do you want to talk about She-Hulk at all, or do you want to maybe save that for next week so yeah, that you can go play some Resident Evil? Let's just go for it. Let's just do it all now. We're here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm not going to have as much to say next week about it as I do this week, so I it's, it's like a week old already at this point. Let's just do it. We get into it. She-Hulk, guys. Uh, Cobb finally caught up, because weren't you a few episodes behind at one point? Um, I was one extra episode behind from vacation, but I've been caught up most of the time. Yeah. So, and so we, we haven't really talked about it. We normally talk about the, 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 the TV shows like for the first week or two and then don't. But like we didn't really talk about it much at all. Um, overall, I thought the series was fantastic. It was funny. It didn't need to have the action. It wasn't very action-packed or anything like that. It was just funny. It was silly. It was goofy. It was over-the-top camp, which is what they were going for and worked so well for the show. Yeah, and it, it had it, – it really was a legal comedy more than yeah. a superhero show, which was fun. Yeah. Um, they, they leaned into the She-Hulk fourth wall breaking, which, like, she hasn't really done in comics in a long time. But like, that like, to is my something knowledge. that she used to do in the comics is break the fourth wall? Yeah, yeah, like 100%. Um, I, I had no idea. I just thought that that was something that they decided for writing purposes to get you into her head, to make her know, to make you know what she was thinking. No, and like, even, like, that that end, that, that final episode of her literally, like, hopping out and going to, like, Marvel Studios to, like, mm-hmm. argue with people, yeah. that is 100% the sort of thing that would happen in, like, an old-school She-Hulk comic where, like, she would, like, bust out of the comic and go, like, to Stan Lee's office and argue with him at the Marvel Comics offices. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that legitimately happened at some point. Um, but, like, mo- more modern She-Hulk stuff, like, has definitely leaned away from that. There will be, like, there will be occasional, like, talking to the reader bits, but, like, not too, not, like, in the Deadpool way. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. Deadpool knows he's a comic book character, and depending on the writer, will, like, like, talk to the reader like that um 
but yeah, like, I agree. Like, like, they did such a good job with this. Yeah. Um, Tatiana Maslany is one of the best actresses. She's, she's amazing. Like, she of was, this generation. She's she honestly probably the best choice for this role. Um, yeah, she's, she is incredibly charming and can definitely pull off, like, a ton of different vibes. Like, the, the scene from the finale where she's in, like, the room with, um, with Kevin, um, which was so stupid, but funny. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I, I will say it. that that bit went on too long, but it was a very funny bit. I um, yeah, so like my my biggest complaint for the show would be that that bit, like as well done as it was and worth it. This uh, series is now the shortest season finale of any Marvel show, and ten minutes, five minutes of it was them talking in that room. And then at the end of that Kevin sequence, everything was resolved. There wasn't like you didn't get to watch the resolution. You didn't get to watch exactly. the rewrite. And that that's my biggest that's like my only complaint is like I wish we got to see the rewrite and not just, oh, we rewrote it. Here's what it is. Because it would it didn't make sense for Murdoch to be there. It didn't make sense for Daredevil to show back up. Like it just like like they should have done the rewrite from a certain point. Um, just to give us that little glimpse of what actually happened. Um, that wasn't superhero-y. Yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree. Um, I feel, yeah, like that, I feel like they needed one more episode. Um, mm-hmm. because th- that whole episode felt rushed also. Yeah, they, they should have ended it at the end of the rewrite and given us a whole new finale. Yeah, like, that should have been the end of the episode, and then have one more episode where, like, basically maybe redo, like, the latter half of that episode. Yeah. Um, cause, like, a lot, it, it did, it just felt very rushed, and... Cause, like, like, at this point, pre- prior to the rewrite, they resolved the blood issue and everything, now it's like, did they resolve the blood issue? Like, is that actually what his goal was? Um... Or is there a different reason? Like, we know he's Hulk King. Like, they're, they're keeping that. But, like, why did he want her blood? Um, like, are they sticking with that rule, with, with that written, right in, with, the, with that or not? Um, like, the whole, I feel like the, the Banner stuff, they could have just, they didn't need to wrap up why Banner was off world the entire time. But, like, I feel like that whole thing, like, they were, they, there is not a movie that's going to explain that. So, like, yeah. if they didn't wrap it up there, they they should have nixed it from the beginning. But then it's like, all right, well, why wasn't Bruce around at all to, like, help her during this stuff? Because, like, he easily could have been. But it's like, oh, nope, he was off-planet and unavailable. And the fact that he has a son who I'm guessing should probably only be about 10 to 12 years old at this point looks like he's 20 so or older. Scar, so, Scar is a comic book character. Um... And, um, did something happened and I don't know what, but he did age rapidly and is like a full grown, like adult Hulk now, but he's yeah. not, he's not part human. He is part, um, he's from Sakaar. Well, yeah. yeah so, I, I knew he was part Sakarian or whatever race he would be. Um, but just like, it was like, man, he aged fast and that like, but th- there is a reason for that. I um like in the comics at least. Like like they do explain why he was basically an adult in the comics. Because mm-hmm. like his mother was his mother died while he was still in the womb. Yeah. Um from the the 
I forget exactly how she died, because it wasn't the explosion that killed her, but it was something related to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, somehow, like, the planet kept him alive or something weird. I forget. Hulk shit's weird. Yeah. Um, but, like, that, I thought that was, like, a neat little Easter egg thing at the end. I just wish they would give us more of, like, Bruce as Hulk and, like, maybe give us, like, a, a, a more savage Hulk storyline or a, or a proper planet Hulk storyline. Give us, give us a Hulk storyline. Give us a Hulk show. And, like, make it turn into, like, some sort of, like, Savage Hulk thing. Or give us the backstory of how Scar came to be in a Hulk show. Or, or, or not even a show. Give us a 55 minute special. Something like that. Like, give us, give us a, 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 a werewolf, or whatever it was, Night, of, Night by Werewolf, yeah. or whatever it was called. Um, I did see that, um, a season two is, um, in development. Yeah. And hopefully they keep it with the legal draw or legal comedy and not turn it into like a superhero show. Yeah, I'm like, wondering if she moves to New York. It it depends. Like it really depends on what happens with this rewrite. Like that's the thing. Like we got the, like yeah, it was rewritten, but like is because of the rewrite does she then or because of the outcome does she get her job back or does she stay in L.A.? I think she's oh, gonna stay right because the job because, thing was pre that. So, yeah. Yeah, like, we don't know if, like, if she gets to get her job back or if she gets fired. If she goes to New York, then maybe we'll see her in Punisher, or not Punisher, in um, Daredevil. Daredevil. Maybe that's when we'll find out if she moves to New York or not, is in Daredevil, because that should be casting or at least filming soon, I think. No, I think it's, like, it's going to film next year and it's going to come out sometime in, like, 2024. So I think it's that's probably going to come out before the next season of She-Hulk is is really what I'm saying. Um, unless they greenlight that, write that, and get that out immediately. Uh, but yeah, it's just I I loved the series as a whole. It was great. Um, the, the the even like the social commentary that they've had on a lot of the things. Like I know there are a lot of people out there, mostly men, who did not like the show because it was a woman lead. Did not like the show because it was too campy and not serious enough, and did not like the show because it was displaying what women have to deal with on a day to day basis. Um, that I thought like it worked so well, and it was such a beautifully well done show that like we we need that, and people need to understand like this is actually this is the most real world Marvel has ever gotten in the MCU, and it's about a fucking green giant lady. Yeah, and like. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed everything except for, like, that, the little bit too, like, like we said, a little too rushed and a little too much of, like, that, like, fourth wall break, breaking gag that drug on a little too far. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I liked it. I, I just wish they would have done it a little tighter. I, I will say, I absolutely loved the final line of the season in the credits, uh, uh, credit reel where, um, uh, uh, fuck, why am I not remembering his name? Um, what's his name? Comes from Carmitage. Wong comes from Carmitage. Oh, to yeah. Up, to pick up, uh, uh, Abomination. He's like, did you get sucked up into another series? <laughs> and it was obviously because, like, they were making, like, he was watching the, the Sopranos or making, like, he watches a lot of TV, but no, like, it was also, like, that meta joke of, like, are you, did you, were, you're late because you're in another, yeah, because series. I mean, he's he's been in, in he's it's just this, all over the place. He was in Doctor Strange, he was in Spider Man, he was in Shang Chi. 
Yeah, this is the phase of Wong, man. Like he's he's been in everything. He's so. the Sorcerer Supreme. He is. Uh, so, like, I loved that line so much. And frankly, uh, w- w- I I agree with the internet. There needs to be a Wong and um, Madison spinoff. It, yeah, fifty five minutes of Wong and Madison just watching TV talk. Give us a podcast of Wong and Madison talking in about character. their TV shows, huh? In character, obviously, yeah. So talking about TV shows. But ha- uh, this isn't not She Hulk related. Have you watched Andor at all yet? I have not. Um, I, and I was told when I was talking to somebody a couple weeks ago about it and I was like, I haven't watched Andor yet. And they're like, you made the good choice watching She-Hulk and not Andor. Um, and they're like, they weren't saying that Andor's bad. It's like, it's got a slow burn. That's going to be a much better binge than it would be a week to week. Right. Cause I have heard from multiple people that, well, not like people I know, cause no one I know is really cares about Star Wars. Um, but like a, a ton of podcasts where like people are like kind of hit or miss on Star Wars. Yeah. Say that show is fantastic and like the pacing is great and it's doing that thing that like you have specifically complained about where like everything is always about the Skywalkers and like this has like the nods and winks in the background, but it's very much a its own story. Uh, yeah. about I mean it has Andor. to be because No, but like you could you could constantly have like scenes where like characters from the rest of the well, series yeah. show I mean- up and who 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 the who the fuck knew that Obi Wan was gonna be about protecting Leia? Fucking Jesus Christ! Um, and Luke, like Luke's final scene, didn't have to be in that fucking series. Didn't have no. to be. They didn't need Luke in that series at all. Ugh, Jesus Christ! Um, but uh, apparently Andor is really good, and I, I do need to to get on to that one. That is that is next on the list. I'll probably watch it during like my Thursday lunch breaks now since I don't have She Hulk. Watch like one or two episodes a week, something like that. Yeah, and they're apparently like they're all either standalone or like two parters, and it's like every episode, like after every little arc, there is like a like a time skip because it's supposed to cover like there's two seasons and the two seasons cover like the like a multi year gap from like a certain point up to Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see how they do that, but yeah. I think we can probably wrap it up there. Yeah, we can edit there. That's got a little good. later, and you have uh, Resident Evil to go play. Uh, I'll be done by midnight. Eh, you can try, but uh, I've only got chapter four and five or five and six left. Okay, so yeah, you might. Yeah, so there are only three parts, and generally each part took me twenty to thirty minutes. So I'm guessing about two to three hours. All right. Well. In that case, um, next week we have our book club, which is going to be Tremors, the 1990 Kevin Bacon film. Was it really the 90s? Yeah. Wow, I thought it would have been the 80s. Uh, I believe it is like 1990 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, 1990. Uh, but yeah, so next week, uh, Tremors is our book club. And then other than that, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us on patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a bunch of other places. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe. Those things all help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And then uh, the rest of this week and next week, you can catch uh, Richie on his Twitch channel, which is... 
Twitch.tv slash beyond underscore walnuts. Um, see him I, play the rest of Resident Evil? It, please come hang out this weekend, because I'll be playing Resident Evil 6. Please. <laughs> please. Um, please. But other than that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See yous.